Wakey, wakey, Iggy Biggy. Tis the Smod Coast Morning Show. Blasting awesome sauce all over your interwebs. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Smodcast Morning Show on the Smodcast Inter- Smodco Internet Radio Network. I almost got it right someday. One of these days, I think I was distracted by a stupid mouth steel drum. Is this? Did, I thought we had an open door policy for uh, this uh, fellow here, but we might, that might end today. Uh, we've got a, an almost full house. We've got James boarding the man, manning the boards, and we've got Bill. Morning. And we've got a special visitor from... Uh, from Hollywood. Yes. <laughs> Literally, I live in Hollywood. Mr. Down Hollywood himself. Yeah, Mr. Dan Hollywood. Etheridge is here. Good morning. Gracing us with his presence. Welcome back, Dan. You and his uh, steel drum scatting. You traveled to the four corners of the country since last we spoke. Uh, I have not. Well, three, I just three one of them. Yes. No. When, when, where else did I do? You went to New York. You That's went to Florida. Right. And you went to. Uh, oh, you're here. Good we gravy in Atlanta. Yes, in, in hot Atlanta. <laughs> well, hello everybody out there, and the hello way, if, uh, DJ Jams and Mr. Twatterson and uh, Marty. You. By the way, I'm sorry. I, did I get that wrong again? No, you got it right. God, damn it, you I got it just right. never quite. Uh, and by the way, that. if you want to tweet in as we are doing this live for as many of you, we are at Nooner Dan Marty, or you can email us at noonerpodcast@gmail.com. And I just want to give a couple quick shout outs. Uh, this is for, these are from people who you know, uh, many of whom uh, don't listen live. So I ask uh, what people do while they listen, and uh, let's see. Oh, let's see what. Let's yeah, see what came Brownimation seventeen says that, that he uh, he works listens while animating at DreamWorks in Redwood hey, hey. City. Wow, Dead, Deadwood City, yes. Nice. That would um, I don't. Wait. I know plenty of people who live there and no, love you it. You know nobody who Joel lives there. Joel Shish- I can't. I won't say his last name, but Joel Shishevsky. From- it's really easy to say. Shishevsky. No, I know how to say it. I wasn't going to say his last name for privacy Joel reasons. Uh, he lives yes, in 247 Roseview <laughs> yeah. Avenue. No, Redwood my, City Avenue. My sister Redwood used to work for, uh, for PDI, which was the precursor to <laughs> DreamWorks Animation. Oh. So if you know my sister Jennifer Yu. Uh, was that a defense initiative? Brown Animation 17. <laughs> uh, I'll give her a hello from you. <laughs> And, uh, oh, we're hey, greeted by Stephen Come Lately. Oh, somebody hey. decided they could Look at, come. It's the other Joe Hollywood, Steve Kruger. <laughs> I know, he's got Still like some sunglasses. crazy he's, loose yeah. Have you been F-O- up all night? Yes, sir. He's you F-O-B from China. <laughs> up all night. Really? Yeah, oh, like up all night, just came in. Were you partying with the fellas and the ladies? No, I have a cold. He's got a Shanghai Ooh. tan, though. Oh, thank you. Do not. Ni hao. Yeah. Do oh, thank you. Thank you for speaking my language. Were you wearing one of those masks? No, no I that's why you got sick. I should have fucking <laughs> yeah. worn one because I, I got so sick. They don't have this thing. In China? Uh, yeah, called air. Ooh, They're my. not a fan of air. Boom. Uh, this I didn't see. know. Tell me more. <laughs> they don't have air. Ah. <laughs> Madding <laughs> Macbeth said her worst job was being the manager of a third-rate underwear, and I, somehow it got cut off on my phone. I think it was store. Um, what, is a, what is a first-rate underwear store? I guess the Victoria's, Victoria's Secret. Secret would be yeah. What about on the male rate. side of that? Where do you go if you want first-rate male underwear? I get uh, I get underwear at Macy's. You come to my Macy's. drawers. I'm going to guess that's good rate. I would go there, but yeah. I'm thinking I'm like, 
like the oh, Calvin right, Klein. Right, 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 yeah, right. I mean, do you go to like a flagship store for Tommy Hilfiger Joe Boxer or something? Or, yeah. At Lig O F E twenty one says we're really I'm, pulling an interesting underwear thread I'm, there, Marty. But you moved on. I'm finally he watching. I actually, I actually have some some men's underwear questions. If we can get back to that, okay, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll come we back. Let me circle just back the, around. Yeah, we'll get. The, yeah, we'll come back. Put a pin in. I'm watching. Uh, finally over. watching Veronica Mars season one was brilliant. Um, and she's thank now, you. She's now on that Kevin Smith episode now. And thank you. I think it's she. Then she adds fun, fun. Thank you. Mm, we know what fun, fun is. Code you remember for. fun, fun. I, I have a sense that she's using it in a meta ironic way. Yes. That yes. she actually does think it's fun, but is tweaking me on the fun, fun. So I love it. Thank you. Great comment. And Yako, who hopefully is listening, listening live at the store. I also he's, hope he's listening. He's listening. He's finally started <laughs> watching The Good Doctor in DVD. <laughs> Produced by Dan Etheridge. I think he meant to add fun, fun, and uh, <laughs> forgot to. But and, he and did. didn't, and knew that it would be taken as it was meant, which is. <laughs> and, uh, and Dan Etheridge was a TV doctor on the the, sh- the movie. Funny you mention that. Uh, we did shoot Jonathan King, my fellow producer, and Julia Lebedev, who was co-producer and financier of the movie. The three of us did a. There was a. There was this in the original script, which had more flashes of dark comedy humor in it. There was uh, on the TV a kind of a crappy medical hospital show that we kind of came off of in one scene and then got into the sort of the grit and reality of this. And uh, I played TV doctor, Jonathan King played TV patient, and Julia played TV nurse. And it was a bit hammy. Um, But when when all vestiges of dark comedy humor were were cut out of the movie, uh, our scene was dropped. But per SAG. We still got credit, and uh, apparently, still get. Actually, I haven't got any residuals. Union strong. Apparently, there were no roles for an Asian doctor in a hospital. There were. We just uh, went another direction. I wasn't even brought into audition. That yeah, was, well, that was we part of the dark shame. We went. That's a shame. We just I, it's good to know that somebody's looking out for my career. Direction. Thank you, Rob well, Thomas. They didn't want you pigeonholed. Rob Thomas had nothing to do with good doctor. I know, but he hired me. Uh, okay, we don't want to pull that underwear thread. <laughs> because <laughs> I had something to do with that, Marty. That's all Thank I'll you, say. Thank you, Rob Thomas. Thank you, okay. Pat. That, okay, Rob well, Thomas. Marty, guess who's not appearing in the Veronica Mars movie? <laughs> You've already made that very clear. Marty, you, ladies and gentlemen. You've already made that very clear. Because Dan Etheridge was going to make a big push to have him in it once we got into pre-production and everything was good. But that little, that little like, uh, that cost you the role. Mm. Uh, <laughs> speaking of which, no. Steve, how is Yo. China? Oh, it's fucking big, man. A lot of Chinese people. <laughs> in China? You know what? And my little racist <laughs> Chinese voice that I do here. What racist Chinese voice? I know you do a Chinese voice. Oh, would you like to hear it's it? just like that. You just mean like your that. deadly accurate Chinese voice? Yeah. You know how I do your mom and I do with the... Not <laughs> You've do, never you know, actually... You and do then you also mom. do her voice. <laughs> Marty, why do you get rolling movie? What's wrong with you? Now, I, um... Uh, I brought that, that voice. Oh, I brought nagging. that voice to China. I did. I, I walked did it around by doing being the voice. in China. You no, I, that voice to I China. did that voice in. Chi- I walked around trying to think about Marty, going, "I am doing the horrible voice in China," and nobody cared. Oh. Nobody cared. <laughs> but interesting, I found a video. I gotta, I gotta bring it up because the first time I was in China, they use a word a lot in their language, and I'm gonna pronounce it probably incorrectly, but it's it sounds like nega. They say, nega, blah, 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 yeah, yeah, nega. Yeah. And uh, I asked uh, someone, because I don't speak Mandarin, I said, what does that mean? And they, they, they didn't even know, like, what, what am I even saying? It's like us saying Anne. I don't even, R- right. what is that Anne you keep saying? It's like that. Right. 
And in South Korea, a black guy was on a bus, and he basically beats a little uh, Korean woman because she keeps saying nigga, and he's like, "What the fuck did you just call me?" It's it's on Live Leak or something like that. Oh, but it's boy. really it's right. really funny. But so I walked around. Oh, cultures. I walked. I walked around. <laughs> Racist uh, violence. <laughs> I walked around Beijing just saying nigga, 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 nigga. I was oh, it was heaven. But that's nigga, nigga. Yes, yes. It's For like those international nigga. threes company episode. By the way, good morning to. <laughs> Jeff, Yako, Mike, Allison, and Darren, and everybody else listening live. Hello. And Jeff, uh, Rob is directing the. Uh, that is true. Rob's directing. Uh, hey, how do you open this coffee pot, Marty? Well, Marty made excellent coffee little, this morning. Yeah, it's extremely strong. You strong. line up the two oh, really? dots, very good. and then you pour. I assume Terrence two... Malick would have directed that. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, hey, let's shoot this mob busy. for three hours. Right. Hey, Dan, by the way, uh, yes, I have to thank you. I, I got to use uh, the, the phrase. It's all up there. <laughs> there was a comedian asked me, how'd my set go? What'd you think of my set? It was all up there. <laughs> the, the, the wonderful thing about that is technically the phrase is all the money you reserve for production shows on screen. Right. So I don't know it if totally it applies, translates. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, that's all I could think but of. All the, all the comic preparation you put into your show, it was all up there. Yeah. And that, that comic was Joel Krzyzewski. Yes. <laughs> uh, so tell us more about China. It's, uh, it's really did you big. you say hi to my great-great-grandfather? I looked for, there were a lot of woos there, but, uh, but you... You. Jesus what's your, what's your name? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong? Random oh, my racism just like <laughs> metastasized. It, it, oh, it was, all right. It was, so, Steve Cohen, tell us more about <laughs> Cohen. I'm I, sorry, I actually, Kruger. I am a Cohen. I am a Jew. Uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's a great city. I was going to go see Django Unchained with an all Chinese audience, and they pulled it. Yeah, mid it was screening. It was, sent, it was, yeah, I, was yeah. I was on on my way to see it. <laughs> I had no idea Glad that was you. You were part you. of an international media. Yes, event. yes. I didn't. I, you, I, I you wanted to go there to just gauge the audience and yeah. hear the cheers and just scream nigga, 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 nigga. Oh, oh they're, they're all going God. like, why do they keep saying that? I don't understand <laughs> that. That listen that. <laughs> yeah. and all, they're, they're in the audience going, why is this dialogue just that, that, yeah, that, yeah. that? Get off that horse, that. No, 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 no. <laughs> international incident. Yeah, I, I don't. There is. There are funny people over there. Yeah, we 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 try. We yeah, and uh, well, welcome back. Yeah, well, what happened in, in America? I don't know what. I oh, have we'll no get, idea we'll what's that. going we'll on. Wow, <laughs> they don't got the news over there. Dan, how was Hotlanta? Uh, it was really good. Your coffee is strong. Well, I warned you. Wow. Yeah. I I, the reason I put around. it in there when I had three quarters of mine left was mine was too sweet. I mean, way too sweet. Mm -hmm. But your strong just sat on my coffee. Mm. Sat on it. <laughs> I went to Atlanta. <laughs> And I went to northern uh, Atlanta, the mountains of northern Atlanta, with old uh, uh, high Our school, old college pal, Art. The, high school friend? Uh, college, sorry. And, and um, adult That's right. And he lived out in L.A. with Marty Knight for quite a few years, and John Enbaum. And so he and his family live in Atlanta. They have a house in the Blue Ridge Mountains. Ooh. And it was beautiful, and there was a, a creek. where they, they shot, near where they shot. Yeah, it was actually near where they shot Deliverance. But it, Did you, know, you get it the Blue Ridge Mountain Blues? Uh, no, I, but I did uh, catch three trout in there in the hey, creek now. in the back, and a sizable one. And yeah, and the one Art said was the biggest trout he'd seen. He'd been going there about ten years. Like it was the biggest inch, trout he'd seen. Eight inch trout, and that's a euphemism for um, it was it's actually a gay sex thing. It, okay, yeah, an yeah, otter, yeah. a bear, oh, a yeah, yeah. trout. Okay. Trout is sort of a thin, speckled, <laughs> well lubricated, <laughs> meaty. Uh, <right. laughs> 
um, half circumcised. <laughs> that you, uh, it's that you, very specific, right? That you gut before you eat. Yeah, there you go. Um, That's the South. So I caught. No, it's actually about a foot. Seriously, we we measured it, and it was Art. But you know, I was happy because it was Art who was saying this is the biggest fish I've seen on this creek. Nice. And it was it, the, the fun. I had I did I had the, all the hypocritical things because I eat meat, so I'm like I shouldn't. But the fight with the fish was really fun because it, it was it was big enough to really put in a power struggle. But once I got him on land, power it was yeah, it was a it was a whole like don't communist don't party right, apparatchik right. thing. Right, yeah. You, but then you put out your it propaganda. Was a, we had issues about the dialectic really- and. So, they, but it, and then when he flopped on the ground, he was sitting there with the hook. I was like, "Oh my god, he's living, what have he's I dying. Done? What have I done?" Imagine I if that was like a, a little piglet. Well, I know. And then, our, you know, after I had this whole emotional like, to keep it, I don't know what to do. We went up and had a huge steak for dinner. <laughs> but did you uh, did Huzzah. you clock it and gut it and did you eat it? Did you um, humorously enough? Uh, I in a Woody Allen like Annie Hall moment. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't like a, I'm just wasn't like I was a boob out there on the creek, but I, I did well when I was casting and fishing because I grew up fishing. <laughs> but I get really finicky about knives and blades and things like that, so I couldn't bring myself to put the live cricket on the hook because it was like literally right. here's a live thing in my hand and I'm literally putting a hook it it's pretty so gross torture porn it's pretty so gross so I made Art bait all my hooks and I lost tons of cricket so Art was just constantly and he was delightful about it although he made many jokes about me just being like his child but yeah he baited the hooks I caught the fish and then I made him clean and gut it nice so really I you just cast like and child. caught I just cast like, and caught that's what I did ate. when I was a kid too like my you know, I would go fishing with my grandfather, and then there were these worms that had like teeth inside, so they would like the, these jaws would come out of the worm, you know, and they're just oh, wow. they were called blood like, worms. like in squirm, like in squirm, like they're like alien little thingies. And I, I did not want to touch okay. those, so my grandfather always got you know, always hooked baited it and always gutted right. it never had to do a thing it was just like cast and and yeah. it's funny because i did i we didn't have those kind of crazy we just earthworms you dig up when i was a kid and i would do that i would bait it with all sorts of things it was just something about that that live cricket looking at because you had to hold it so it's looking at you as you put the hook in its throat <laughs> you had to really and mean down it. and through and you're like and it's still alive which is kind of at the point and it just <laughs> felt like okay this is this is eli roth yeah. Oh, he's <laughs> fishing. All right. We'll get to that later. Yeah. So, um, so by the way, just. But I had fun. Oh, good. It's good. super satisfying yeah, to I go would love from, to come, you know, to cut out all the means of production and to go to catch the food you cook. It's, uh, it it I was. Think, and I we did primal. We had to know that. You had what? Trout and eggs. Oh, trout yeah, and eggs yeah, next yeah. Wow. Which felt very like, you know, vittles. That, that's yeah. trout and eggs. Trout and eggs. Yes. A mess of trout and eggs. <laughs> What'd you call me, nega? sorry. Back in China. Ni hao. Ni hao. <laughs> That's wow. not how they say it. That is how no, you say they, it. No, they don't sound it all nasally and like. I have shrill. a cold. I can't help it. <laughs> I know, hey, I never. also I ordered a beer in Chinese. It was the proudest moment in China because okay. I was at a restaurant without any pictures. Was it a high life? Uh, it was a Budweiser. Ying, ying, yung, yungling, <laughs> yungling. Yeah, you can get that. Anywhere, it's I know, no, but no, I, no, no, no. in Pennsylvania. Yingling right? is in, that's Yingling is from Pennsylvania. Yung yeah. Yungling. Okay. So you went to China to get a Pennsylvania beer? No, no it's not from Good Man. <laughs> that sounds the, like a country this is song. A Chinese knockoff of Yingling. <laughs> Everything's a Chinese knockoff. No, I ordered it in the language. It's oh, very a very good. very difficult language. Yingling. No, I, didn't. I said just, I want. I didn't know what kind of beer they had. Yourself. Yingling, oh, God damn it! <laughs> Shit on my achievement. So they started calling you Yingling. Yeah, oh, white Yingling, you want beer? No, they spoke no English, yeah. and I said, Yingling, the would you like I a beer? Want a beer, sir? 
And I said it in the most Chinese voice you can imagine. <laughs> and they were like, oh, you want a beer, asshole? Why didn't you just say so? How much of his saliva was in your beer? It was think? a she, and then I, uh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. You don't know. Yeah, wait, what's wait, a guess? What's going on? All right. But you had some good food there. <laughs> amazing food. I went to Shanghai, too. Right. Shanghai, uh, amazing food. Really good looking people there, too. Yeah, we are. No, I mean, it was Fashion Week, so they were really good. <laughs> like, holy shit, there's a model, and there's another model. Like, oh, it's Fashion Week. That, so, that explains it. Here's what you miss. What I miss. I've been, I've been, there's no news over there. But, uh, and, and our, our podcast is blocked there. The censors went out no, of their way. <laughs> I listened to you guys in the, the Beijing I subway. Heard, it was, I, I was like, they don't block this nonsense. <laughs> but, I, but I can't get on fucking Facebook, Google. I can't Facebook get on Facebook. Or, I can't no. get on Twitter, but I can hear Marty arguing with, yeah, whoever about some fucking that's <laughs> an I opportunity for us to change the world every, clearly uh, there's but, something wrong there. I think I have an audio clip of your trip uh, over to China <laughs> what did you say nigga alright well <laughs> no, maybe that wasn't god. it my god okay 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 yeah. they, say, they say that a lot too it's an easy that's an easy thing to say there's no R's or L's or T-H's or S's in there. right um, what I miss what happened well there America? was a bombing thing in oh, Boston and uh, the words your hometown Thank God it wasn't Cleveland. That's all I can say. <laughs> How dare you do that? How dare you say do the that? word Slither. No! Leave me alone! <laughs> Dan would, he would Say the word me. Ruthless. <laughs> Rural Jur... Cotillion. Say Cotillion. Cotillion! Oh, so bad! So bad! J.R.R. Token wrote the... Similar... <laughs> All right. The what? I, I can wanna... see your eye darting to the back of your head. Yeah, I was like, what? Okay. I the Hobbit's not that hard to say. Oh, <laughs> it's a much deeper joke. Got it. Got it. <laughs> so I don't want to get too much into the bombing thing because so little is known. He's wait. There. What happened? Yeah. Oh. yeah. You don't so get it in China. Is, no, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm happy that the bomber was caught and that there weren't. What's the gentleman's name? Killed. Can you pronounce it? No, I, that, I have tried. Sariev, so, right? Is there, a, is there? Is there? I've only Sarnayev. seen it written. I have Zoe, Zoe Deschanel. Zoe Deschanel. Zoe Deschanel. Tob and Runny was. Uh, <laughs> I saw a picture him of him, and I was and thankfully she can't speak. <laughs> it's amazing because he just was so busy putting out an album with the Strokes that he has time to go. <laughs> he really looks like the guitar player oh, from the Strokes. Julian, no, Albert. Like Albert oh. Hammond Jr. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, it's a young Albert Hammond. That's a very specific joke. Yeah. Well, they have <laughs> a new album out, so it, it's, it's timely. It's, it's timely. It's timely, but everyone is checking their phones. I mean, going, you know, and it's crazy because when you turn on the TV, you listen to the news, that's the leading story, but there's so little known. And like the Daily Show did a great thing about just a speculation of like, we don't know yet. We can't dare to speculate. I opened because for the strokes. So many people got fucked on the. Oh, well, that's interesting. Back in the day. At oh. the Agora Ballroom in Cleveland, I opened for the strokes. <laughs> Where, yeah. And where is that? There we go. This, How long did the Cleveland not only reference did, take? Is it derailed? Not 21 only months. Is, is the stream... Yes. You know what's funny? Is I, I just, I, but I figured out Bill's uh, improv style, and he's probably going to start teaching a class. It's not yes and, it's Cleveland and. Yeah. <laughs> it's just Cleveland. Cleveland. Cleve, Cleve and. Yeah, it's yes but Cleveland. Yes, but Cleveland. <laughs> That's, I, I was, you know, newish to this team, and... Uh, was totally on like with you on Cleveland because I like the city and all that, and you turned <laughs> me against Cleveland, a city that I really <laughs> like and enjoy. But you had successfully as of this, I think as of this show, I've turned the corner. Well done, hey, Welcome. mission accomplished. Welcome, yes. yes. <laughs> Come to that was the my first side. thought. Oh, thank God it wasn't in Cleveland. Thank God they spared the 
Taradoga River, the Cuyahoga River. Is that the, the one that <laughs> the was good on people fire? of Cleveland? Who knows? Yeah, every river in every industrial city in America and Europe caught fire. The Cuyahoga River uh-huh. fire just okay. happened to be one that caught okay. the public's that, attention. That is like a 1974 news story. <laughs> Sounds like an <laughs> apologist. Let's talk about what's going on now. Yeah, what's happening in later. Boston? Why can't uh, you buy men's underwear that doesn't have the... Uh, the crotchy thingy? The, no, the name embroidered, oh. embroidered huge on the waistband like you're a fucking advertisement. Why don't you just keep your waistband you in your pants? You just I can't the, find any. They're just like... I gotta, I'll get you some. Hugo I, I gotta... Calvin Klein. J. Crew. I guess best, I don't fucking advertise. Best underwear, J. Crew. I've bought them all. I, 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 I've I went not through, seen those. I went through a huge underwear crisis before going to China because I have some sort of toxic ball juice that just eats through them. <laughs> Everybody wow. just take a, mo- take a moment to just visualize that. <laughs> There's your new hashtag. I have, I have bought underwear at every, every store. Like, uh, it's a punk Calvin band. Klein. Why polo. not wear boxers like a man? Well, I need, wear boxers. You need pads. Okay, well, then you don't have a. That's no, no I, I, I need help. I, I mean, well, if you have I like literally liquid emanating from your No, no, but I, I eat through underwear. I eat through underwear, and I needed some. And the only the only underwear that works are J. Crew underwear. I don't know why. And they don't have the label because I don't want to advertise. I, well, then let me ask a follow up question. Please. Here. No, no, it's not specifically this, but <laughs> would you like to see my balls? I, do they have interesting colors? Do you realize we went from the Boston bombing to We're going to circle around. This is more. You know, pertinent. Um, we got him. I we got a- him. <laughs> Fucking Watertown. We got him. Boston PD. No more. Too oh. soon. Too soon. <laughs> we got him. All right, Dan. Uh, the okay. Please, here's a question. Continue. No. When more. we were, because we're all about the same age. We were like, <laughs> I think baseball. when we were in the seventies, it was like the the tight white underwear, just the yep. fruit of the yeah, tidy whitey. Then I remember in the eighties, everybody transitioned almost en masse to boxers. <laughs> I remember like that. they kind of came back. I was very reluctant because boxers I, I were did. before tight. Because I think with the like the garters that men would wear with their socks and that whole thing, but it came yeah. back. So boxers come back. Then I think in the last ten years, boxer, boxer briefs. briefs. Yeah. And what I'm confused about now is what I'm supposed to be wearing. Because like G-string. Brazilian I, trunks. Crotchless. Yes. I can't wear like oh. something that's like meant for like, you know, <laughs> abdomen, like, you know, six pack, like yeah. for, twinks. So yeah. Twink is wear. It, I, I still have my drawer combination of I don't know how to tell you ways, but I have boxer briefs and boxers, and I don't know like I don't know if does one of them look foolish but who to cares? people who are thirty and under. I want I'm interested in zeitgeist. But what is comfortable? It, it is not about that. I when you're walking down the street, nobody can see you. Are, to put you are on the pulse of the you, nation. That is right, yes. Marty. You're you're looking past the question I'm trying to ask. He's a tastemaker, Marty. He's a tastemaker. But I was interested. Like, I can't when say I was, that word. When I, I was in high school, people word. said, like, this is the underwear you should be wearing. Yep. Is there a, and I would probably be for under 30-something, you know, 30-something and under, is there, like, this is the underwear you should be wearing, anything else? Because I used to look at boxers in the 70s, any of us, as that's your old man's yeah. underwear. Yeah. yeah, with the and it, dark socks right. pulled up tight and it over your calves. come back in a way. Yeah. Is there, what I don't want to do is be wearing Old man underwear. Oh, that'd be a bummer. That's yeah. what I'm trying to get at. Well, all right. lucky for so you. It, we just lost all our lady <laughs> listeners. No, no, I think the ladies could chime in. Anybody could chime in. I would want to know, or you guys may know. Maybe you have your well, nipples. I can tell you, lucky for you, nowadays it is fashionably correct to have your pants underneath your ass cheeks apparently right. for the under 30 crowd so I've seen you that. can you can see what yeah, kind of underwear they're wearing and, go out and take which notes. looks yeah. like almost like briefs basically yeah. it looks yeah. like mostly yeah. briefs but i but briefs don't with look good with a giant on me. label on the waistband yeah and i bet yeah. that you're not typically wearing the pants under the underwear if you're 
robust responsible. of girth. But, but here's the thing. Oh. Responsible. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I used to wear tidy whities and my dad wore them, so I didn't want to be my dad, so I moved to boxers. But right. old it's a chess man, game, man. Old, It is chess game. Old <laughs> man, moving target. Old man. But old man boxers <laughs> are the ones they buy at a department store at a pack of seven, and they're white, right. mint, off white and off mint. Those are the colors. Sure. So yeah, what you should right. do There's is wear boxers, but have like I, the ones that J. Crew had, like skulls all over them. Have like skulls, so, you know, badass, badass yeah. J. Crew skulls. Well, right. <laughs> badass <laughs> J. Crew skulls. It's like <laughs> yeah, see, I got. Hey, I, 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 those I, are bad. Put that back in your pants. Oh, that's that's, that's your, semi-fresh. That's your um, tartan, right? That's your. Steve that's a, just pulled plaid. out his underwear. But, yeah. but right. you can, so your what your argument is is that if you were eighteen right now, <laughs> the under the, the the underwear that you would wear are boxers. Yes. I'm not sure yes. if this is correct. But I, but, but I, you think, if I, think I was. I think it's good. I think it's a. I think it's a boxer brief, but it's not. Uh, it's more the Brazilian, like closer towards the speed. Okay, that's here's what guess. you should wear. So a boxer brief that's going toward. Uh, okay, I got it. That's, that's my not, guess. That's not a tight whitey, but is that yeah. like it looks, it's almost. As you, a man I turning you, forty, who spends right. far too much time trying to find right. decent oh underwear, God. I, I think, think that's what I think it is. you may be right. Um, all right, well, because I would the because I who brought it, I don't maybe I did, but I'm going underwear <laughs> shopping later today. J. So Crew, really J. Crew, one of my favorite and most stressful things to do. I know, but I'm going to go to Target, and I even brought the package no, from no, the time I bought underwear last year. Target's a waste of time. Oh, I like these. Don't do it. No, no, no. I went there last year. I got good underwear. Hey, spend money. Spend money. How often do you buy underwear? Once a year, but I buy like fifty. Really? I buy. I have twenty-year-old underwear. Oh, that doesn't ah. surprise me at all. <laughs> and you're single. <laughs> it's fresh as a daisy. I you got to you you keep the ladies at guessing, a Marty. Point, like, you got to keep them interested. The, the wasteland doesn't make an effort. Wasteland doesn't snap back. Yeah. Wasteland uh, is the right it. word. Allison, <laughs> Allison <laughs> suggested banana hammock. Nah. Well, that, that's not happening, yes. Allison. That's nobody wants happening. to see that. No, I don't want to see it. No. I don't want to walk past when the I mirror. Said nobody, I meant you. Everybody. Included me. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, uh, but it's funny because I, I was putting underwear on this morning, and um, oh, that is funny. No, but and as <laughs> as the non-straight, you maybe you can speak to this because when I see a woman wearing a t-shirt uh, or a shirt with yeah. no pants, no underwear, yeah. it's fucking sexy to me. But when yeah. I see Except myself, when Julianne Moore did it in shortcuts. No, I just rewatched it the other day. I would. Go there, and I would have a tomato salad for days and days. She's fantastic. <laughs> you make her. a great point that but, I had not considered. But a man wearing a shirt with no underwear, with his little mushroom cap poking out, is the unsexiest thing. <laughs> hey, you know what? It's we true. find but common a, ground. But a man this. with a shirt off and pants, even if he's got a muffin top and yeah. tits, he's still hot. It's a man. You, but, you, you're right. We, we, we're right. on the same page. Ding, yeah. ding, ding, ding. Because like, oh, I, there is no... Right. Right. Good night, everybody. I'll you almost you. never see in like any, any anywhere like a sh- guy with a shirt and nothing on. No, I had or a, a guy with a shirt in the underwear. Many movies, Usually the shirt is it's, off. It's, yeah. But especially with your, your tip hanging out. Over, no, you know, yeah. Like, no, I had a t-shirt. Many yeah, moons ago when I... Many moons ago. When women... Say the Chinese accent. Come on. Would have sex with Native American accent. No, there was a girl I dated and she would... Like that happened once, and she she said, "Don't ever do that again." It is the unsexiest thing. It's, yeah, so but I, mean, I didn't know if that was even a straight at home. Thing. I I don't do that by myself, you know. Because oh, I love to do. I walk around and scare Lance <laughs> well, you're, Mountain. You're like, cr- look at this, Marty. I've got to say, we've got a slew of comments about All right, underwear. Go for it. Go Nothing for it. on Boston. Well, because you haven't I haven't gotten to my no, point it's because yet. Because this is yeah. a potent and interesting. We question. got him. We no got him. Watertown point. PD. Oh Noma. <laughs> I, you know, I used to have a name. Uh, Paul Pierce. There was one name that I wanted to make sure I had on my boxers uh, when I was on tour with with doing you know playing yep. music and 
my Bales bondsman. I would write. Nice. No, seriously, I would write his name or his number on the inside if of lost, my. lost, call. Yeah, if I ever ended up in jail, I had it written on the in inside of my. How often did you need waistband. to use it? Well, uh, <laughs> All right, to, never mind. to borrow John and Bob's phrase, telling. Yes. <laughs> telling. Uh, Michael Binhock in Germany, he wears uh, black or dark boxers. That's good because we all think, it, we stupid Americans think you're wearing a, a black uh uh, cheese string, you know, because that's oh yeah, that's sort of with the, a swastika like, on the on the right. balls. Right. Hey man, she <laughs> just went right for the. That's rude to our German. I am listener. a friend of the Germans. We get this in. I'm a friend of the Germans. They, and, uh, they've they've Paul, you right for the Nazi Peter, thing. Peter that's, in Connecticut, who's sorry, who's Michael, synthetic boxer briefs. Synthetic. No, you got to breathe down there, especially with my well, condition. Well, he's got a problem <laughs> got with that. Yeah. You cannot trap so boxer whatever's going on down there. The bog. Boxers and boxer briefs <laughs> seem to be leading the charge. So, all right. They're, Anyhow, they're, they're growing, right. They're growing cranberries down there. It is, it is nasty. Oh, wow. Good morning. Well, so what happened while I was oh, in China? So, thank you. Drunk. I feel coffee. unclean. Well, I, I don't drink coffee. They caught... One of the guys. They caught Albert going. Hammond Jr. And, from And the everybody has been just mad to report it. And it got me thinking that there are, like, what rules the airwaves, the newscasts right now, is what, what trends on Reddit and on Google. And so there's this mad dash to meet that expectation. Whereas back in pre-internet, there was a news director who would dictate what went on the air for the three networks that were broadcasting the news and so it's it we are feeding this hunger but there's no substance behind it does that make sense uh don't yeah just get right up into that mic sure sure yeah, yeah. agreed yeah. yep next yeah. next right. issue so anyhow the, the 24 <laughs> yeah, hour news networks are, are horrible because are, there is that innate desire to know you know like why did why did they bomb this marathon you know who did they know and why did so and so break up you know just it, right. it just goes on and on why did god put all sex on such a kickable place, you know. Why like, not inside the body? Come yeah, on. exactly. It's better design. Yeah. We, I think we, 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 we got millions like, of years to go. Things we can work just on that. To need to, to to unfold as they, you know, we need to let things happen, and we yes. need to do our own shit and let let the facts come out. But well, I also think people want a story, and the story I, is yes. over until the the guy can speak again. He's got a right. bullet in his throat. Right. So. He, did, he did say no. No, kidding around. He did say the word no he at the, said, the arraignment uh, yesterday where they did it no, from the hospital. And then the, the no, no, but ju- it's not that he could speak, but he was able to kind of croak out a no, so he's not completely lost, well, which ju- is a good sign for the judge said, when they, in, the when judge they said, interrogated let him. Let the record show the defendant seemed to be saying no. It's a close. That was close enough. Close enough. Close enough. Hey, yeah. Martin, Marty, but could you say bigger, uh, oh. lollipop parallelogram? Oh, Why do you do this to me? On live <laughs> Thanks, internet Jeff. Radio. A lot of L's. Yeah. Um, but the other story was that there was a bomb, bombers that were thwarted in... in <laughs> Toronto, in, no? Uh, Toronto and Quebec, uh, Montreal, I think, uh, or Quebec City, but... Uh, they yeah, there Canadian was, separatists? What uh, was this? No, they, they were <laughs> foreigners. They're, they were foreigners that had caught ties to Al-Qaeda, and mm. they had been tracking them for a year. And they well, can't ever do to anybody. I understand why everyone hates us. Well, because I think that probably they thought that there was it was an easier target than the U.S. You know, I, that's just me speculating. But their, their but plan it's a was a different to, country, a bunch of racists. No, but it's the same. Because <laughs> we're all white. It's the same Western imperialism in action. Is I it? Think. Well, I don't know. They, their cops ride horses. Their goal is to to create terror, and they, I right. think. That's that's all they cared about, and they they had been surveilled for over a year, 
and they were captured before they they could do anything. And that's I, a, that's a much more interesting story. Yeah, it's a great story. Now, do you do you really believe though that these this kid these kids pulled this off? Or because I I saw pictures and and a report. I don't know how sensationalist it, it may have been, uh, uh, but I think it was Alex Jones or somebody on. He's a nut job. I know he is. You, a nut you're not going to go down one of these but, conspiracy theories, but but sorry, a D, there were DJ some James. pictures. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not Mel gonna, Gibson. No, no, no. I'm this not will be Mel our Gibson. first moment of genuine conflict. Conflict. If you're going down that rabbit hole, I just I found it very odd that there were so many uh, off duty. I guess is the word. Uh, Navy SEALs around there. And you oh can, no! Oh, that boy. was debunked, though. It was debunked. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. th- please enlighten me because I. Oh I, no! I mean, there there were, were they photoshopped in or what? Yeah, no, I <laughs> I don't because they were like holding these huge brick detonator looking things. It, they weren't for cell phones. But. Occam's razor. These two guys got stuff all over their apartments. You can get that that pressure cooker bomb it recipe. Was, it was right online cooker, on Google. Yeah. Gunpowder and they, they nails put it in their backpacks on a day where everybody's wearing backpacks. Yeah. Walked down, yeah. set down a backpack, walked away thirty. Yeah, seconds. I mean, like yeah, this is in terms of simplicity. Stuff. It's simplicity. Okay. The scary yeah. thing about it, and the thing we've always feared, is this kind of. You know, uh, vague, not unmotivated, but just, you know, people doing a a quick piece of terrorism like that without some greater connection to a right. to a network or the that's the thing we don't really want to start happening in this country that does yeah. happen in other places yeah. but I it's mean, actually really just, easy to pull off it, it it doesn't happen because you have to be pretty sociopathic both religiously fanatic potentially but certainly sociopathic to just say I'm going to make a little pressure cook bomb go drop it off here never claim responsibility for, I mean like there's a yeah. usually there's but this one could not have been easier to pull off right it's and, very dickish which for Boston yeah. people is a very <laughs> common emotion. They're uh, that, yeah. that's like a, that's a dick move. Like it's just claim responsibility, yeah. and it's also ruined because I was going to buy a so pressure we, cooker. I'm really into cooking now, and, oh, and, I, and that's pretty much ruined it's get pressure. You on the list. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, there, I'm like <laughs> red flag. There was a, a syndicated uh, cooking uh, like the, a cooking story that was pressure cooker gets a bad rap. Yeah, that, that ran this past I'm, week. I'm yeah. kind of bummed. I was going to buy one. I like, nah, I nah, nah. have a pressure cooker. It's the best cooking device. Yeah. Is, is it the bomb? Yeah. Hey now. Oh, hey. oh we got him. Got it. Out of town, where, where were you? I that, thought I, I was slow on that one. <laughs> I was good. Ter- I saw a report terrible. that they terrible. They Obama traced said, it. My dad was there. My dad was there. Was oh, did they trace it? I, I saw a report that they he traced what? it back to a uh, possibly an Asian man cooking in the theater. Uh, <laughs> Teo. Oh, um, I do think Obama. Sad. I think came up with. Well, you know, he probably called this phrase, but the phrase he called him in his. If you didn't see it on YouTube, his great moving speech at the cathedral on the on the day of healing there, he called he referred to them as small stunted individuals, and that's mm. really what it is these that's small like belittle them. And, and and David Remick and I only have half this phrase from the New Yorker, but I did like it. it it's I think I'm going to get the phrase mostly right, uh, it, but it had to do with uh, the the curdled disappointments of young men and religious fanaticism. I didn't get the religious fanaticism part, but he said like, this was a mixture of blank, what his better phrasing of religious fanaticism and the curdled disappointments of young men, which I think was a brilliant phrase yeah. to talk absolutely. about. Absolutely brilliant phrase. Yeah. And, and I wish I had the whole thing because- It's like a classic of American <laughs> literature there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really was a great, it was like, he got it, that he nailed it. And that's a scary thing because that, that 
can be out there a lot, and it's not really anything you could too much protect against. We'll never yeah. be able to line the entire Boston Marathon with police. I'm sure there'll be more vigilance next year. So yeah. we just have to hope there aren't a lot of social or paths school. Out there. By the way, I think that applies to a lot right, of absolutely. You can go to stevecougar.com Steve if you want to get the bumper sticker that says, Terrorism is a dickish move. Dickish. <laughs> Don't be a dick. Terrorism is a dick move. My dad, yeah, I like my dad wasn't at, he was there at the marathon. Everyone goes to the marathon. I don't, if you don't know, I'm sure everyone now knows everything about the Boston Marathon, but it's a big deal. Everyone gets the day off, and I actually ran it once. Really? Yeah, really? It's I a didn't. fucking nightmare. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. I was just like, why not the beginning? Like, don't bomb the end. Like, you've just run 26 miles. To me, being surrounded hill. by a thousand, like thousands of sweaty people going 26 miles, that is terror to me. It's awful. Yeah. It's I, w- I would not recommend it. But, um, but my dad was there. He was, at a, you know, not at the bomb site, but he was, you know. There-ish. And my dad was also at Logan at, at, at 9-11. So wow. he's like, he's oh, just geez. missing these. Fucking... Once they put those camera <laughs> oh, surveillance oh, photos right. together. My dad he's like Samuel L. Jackson in Unbreakable. So <laughs> yeah. oh, That's right. <laughs> Mr. Glass. Um, here, I, can I read the oh, Remnick sentence? Just I think, Remnick, and by the right? way, yeah, Remnick. And uh, by the way, the, 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 uh, he's no apologist. I mean, not apologist, but he's not one of those guys, nor anybody here of like, what did we do to help foment the? I mean, like these guys are yeah. assholes, and we, he feels that way too. But his last sentence is: "The digital era allows no asylum from extremism, let alone from the toxic combination of high-minded zealotry mm. and the curdled disappointments of young men." Brilliant, yeah. which I think is a great. A great did, did you guys? Do, do you guys remember this? Is a while back now, but uh, Kurt Vonnegut was interviewed shortly after nine uh, eleven. An NPR, oh, really? and he said a phrase that has really—he was one of my favorites for for decades. He had a phrase that really stuck with me. Uh, he was that guy the, from uh, back, back to, to school. school. Yeah, yeah, that's where. Um, I <laughs> where he just said uh, these people. He was looking for an explanation, or that he was being asked what he thought because he, he'd been in, you know, he'd been in the bombing of Dresden and survived that in World War II, and he'd uh, visited uh, Biafra, I think it was during during the oh, um, the, uh, Ethiopian, the, the the famine, yeah. um, and he said. Uh, they're, these people just hate life, right? And that's well, actually, in a way, been comforting in things like this. Like when it happens, it's like, well, there's just another person who hates life, and there will be another one, right? Soon yes. enough, and, and it, it's, it, it's, it's more horrible when it's channeled into the 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 suicide bombers and and the fanatical part of Islam that that encourages or you know when it, that helps you know with suicide bombers coming from radicals that's another that hate let mm-hmm. you know the, this whether ever you believe in the afterlife the fact that it's worth killing yourself to get there now is yeah, a it's scary still, it's kind still of life that that, that you're yeah. that you're and shitting on that you're turning your back on i don't know. think that there's any uh question that these are will wilkins was just saying that the fact that they were throwing explosives at law enforcement while fleeing is a pretty good indication <laughs> allegedly <laughs> allegedly right come right. on and he's already come confessed on, to doing it uh, i mean it's really funny because um i watched no news obviously i was yeah. in china and then it came back for the uh the manhunt of a 19 year old just like uh, that was a little bit of theater there too like they shot yeah. an entire city like where the fuck's hunt. he gonna go but my friend uh seth manukin is a, he teaches he's a, a journalist but he teaches at mit and he was there he was there he mm. they yes yeah, yeah and i was like because i follow him because i know him and i was like this is like i'm there like did this you do drugs a- with him i 
did a lot of drugs with him. So I had a big problem with drugs. Yeah. Let's not talk about that. Well, he, he's recovered. He's a he's a fine journalist. Very successful. But it, it was... It, you want my bail bondsman number? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, just, let me just check James, my underwear. James just checked his underwear. Brown and back, yellow in front. Um, hey, now. Uh, but I, I used Flipboard. I used um, all social media. I did not flip the TV on. I don't need to see a 48-year-old woman with plastic surgery standing in... I'm standing here in front of a Dunkin' Donuts. There, there's there's a something going car. on. Yeah. I, I, okay. okay. I Why don't you... Why don't, you give me, why don't you give me a tweet when something fucking is happening? So uh, it's it, to me like I, I looked at nine eleven where I just boop turned the TV on and went uh what what do I what do I do? Which also annoyed me too because for the entire seventies and eighties watching cartoons in the middle of the day, test of the emergency broadcast system mm. and the brrr, and I was like okay nine eleven let's get that let's roll that out and they never rolled it out <laughs> like this is what, if we're ever going to be yeah, two what decades. the fuck do I do well because like, it was in the morning when there already new shows going on so. But what, like, for I, it, Bugs Bunny was interrupted constantly for uh, this is a test of the emergency broadcast. <laughs> and then when we were really this is only a test. Uh, like, guys, this is actually an emergency. Emergency happening right now. What do I do? Do I go out of my house? And th- that would have been nice. But now we have the internet, and I, I, I applaud. Yes, I know Reddit went crazy. and You applaud yeah. the internet. Uh, it's a different time. I don't need to watch uh, Wolf Blitzer. Or who is that jackass? Who's like, well, there's an arrest, and then an hour later. Or, oh, no, yeah, John yeah. King. or maybe not. John I don't know. Just keep different watching. Or the Post putting the, keep two, watching. the wrong guys on the cover. Oh, Mac- that, with, that, with no apology yeah. afterwards. Fucking dick. So Chuck Schumer, who's a senator from New York, he was on the floor yesterday blaming the the uh, Republicans for using uh, the Boston tragedy uh, to stall immigration It's not reform. quite the quote. I'm familiar with that moment. All right. So what was the exact thing? What he was saying was that there, there was a heated thing about the immigration reform bill, and he was not saying Republicans, nor was he talking about the Republican Senator Chuck Grassley who came out on the who, panel, yeah, right. who what he was saying is there are those, and there are in the conservative faction who are using this to try to, right. to, to try to slow immigration. That hold, is a fact. Hold on, Bill. That Bill, they're, they're talking fact. politics. You want to go get a drink at the yeah. bar? Okay, we'll see. We'll see, you guys. So, <laughs> but, but he, I Chuck Schumer was... got Chuck Grassley got pissed because he thought it was directed to him, and Chuck Schumer said this is not meant for people right. here. But it's absolute fact. Okay. There's no denying. You can go so, in any conservative bar, but anyhow, trying to slow it down before the the Boston. Um, tragedy. The their thing that was dominating the news was immigration reform. So I just, just thought we can quickly go through what is on the table here because I think that people are just throwing it out there and they don't know exactly what. You're what bumming it is. me out, man. It's baseball season. See, you're exactly the target audience. <laughs> yeah, so, so we're going to educate you. <laughs> Teach yeah. me. So Teach me. I'm there, all ears. There are three pieces to it. Basically, one is to uh, spend three billion dollars to strengthen the borders. Power hitting. Um. I don't know if, if the are the borders that leaky because uh, from what I hear that there's a sort of negative. My borders are <laughs> uh, toxic. Where's balls, the wookie? Sweaty. Come on, come on! Oh, are you ready for it? Yeah, yeah, it's been a while. Oh, that's what you got. You got upgraded. So I don't know if border security, especially under Obama, where there have been more deportations than you know than any of during Bush's. Uh, tenure, um, whether that's a huge issue, but uh, it certainly shuts Republicans up or conservatives up. Then the, the third part is the... Uh, the that was the, only... You only did one part? Yeah, I'm going to come back to the second part, but the, uh, the other... But this one. is the second part, because okay. you did the first part, and now this is right. technically the second part. I guess on your list, it's third, but it's confusing to people. Okay, fine. Doing fine. It well, it's just Think simple, of the listeners. Is we're we're going to edit this all later, yeah. right? <laughs> this is all going to make sense? Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, is, yeah. is to change the rules for hiring workers... Uh, 
immigrant workers and including skilled workers to try to get more uh, engineers and, and science STEM guys. Place hitting and aggressive base running. Right. And also to expand the agricultural worker worker program to change that. Uh, and then to the the second part is to the have a second part of the stool have a, a path to citizenship uh, for those who have been in the country since before December uh, 2011. So lockdown defense and uh, right, um, and that's the part that most dominant pitching that is the most controversial. So that's that basically says that uh, you, if you pay a five hundred dollar fine, you've been in the country since 2011, uh, you can get sort of a legal status here. And then if you stay out of trouble for six years, you spend another $500. And then after a total of 10 years, then you can get yourself into the pool to get a green card. But you get to, to, to be here at, of legal status. So that is the, the part that uh, these conservatives are coming out, or not just conservatives, a lot of people are coming out and saying that that is granting amnesty, that is going to... Open the borders to to illegal immigration. It doesn't do that because it's only good for people who were here before 2011, and they also uh, it, the window is only open for a year. So basically, it's sort of a reset button for the That's state right. of immigration. And it has so many th- things built into it. You can have a, you have to pay back taxes. You have to uh, right. You have to uh, not have a criminal record. So it 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 will weed out quite a, the the deal is a good is a great deal actually and it, it's it's the one thing i agreed with george bush on was basically that this has been everybody knows this is what immigration reform needs to be it's gonna have to be more security deal with the different visa work situation and then deal with amnesty everybody knows that's the the three legs of the stool that you were pointing out and and that's why this i think some form of it is going to pass if this doesn't pass the american democratic system is officially completely broken because they this is what this compromise everybody's known for 15 right. years and it's not, is what the compromise is to be. It's just there's it's never, never been going votes to be perfect because the Republicans could never beat the conservative wing on amnesty. But because they got so badly trashed by Latinos in the last election, there's enough moderate mm. Republicans who are going to team up with the Democrats and get it passed. So what it will do is hopefully, hopefully. increase worker safety because it, it makes these people who are here illegally, it gives them an opportunity to work and it, you get to tax them. They have – Education opportunities, they have oversight, tax collection, and then uh, hopefully employers will play a, be forced to pay a higher wage because if you can hire – if they don't have enforcement to, to hire illegal workers, then they pay them a lower wage because those people are here illegally, so they'll take the lower wage. Yep. So this, it's, it's going to be better for the economy. I so, took a very low wage when I was living illegally in Ireland. Case in point, you know, and the and the visas for the for the for the uh, scientists, math, you know, the, that sort of skilled thing. That's very smart because what happens is uh, they come over here and they get that education, and then they go back to their countries and use that education to help their countries build their economies. Whereas we are starving for people who are good in math and science. It's not that we, it's not that we don't have enough jobs for the people here who have it. It's that we don't have enough. American citizens with degrees and specialties to fill all the jobs we have. So let's not have the people come here and get educated with our educational system and then take those skills elsewhere. Let's keep them here with those visas. So that's a smart visa. And I, yeah, and I think if you grant amnesty to those who are here, I think it 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 will 
make create disincentives for other immigrants, illegal immigrants to come forward. Come yeah, and over. it's look, this is a problem we have to solve. And realistically, oh, right. you're going to try to somehow deport 11 million people now, but so, you're going to deport the ones who are felons or criminals. Sure, and uh, you don't want to play ball on taxes. So why are there the conservatives against it? Is it racism? Is it because they don't want? Uh, immigrants are often Democrats. Are they scared of more Democrats? Or do they not want Obama to win on anything? Uh, I think, generally speaking, they tend to have an issue with... not with immigration generally, America but with Americans. modern American immigration. Yes, with with like I think they don't have any like past immigration. Great, sort of not you know. It's xenophobia then. <sighs> I mean, some of the bo- the border states would disagree. There are real actual problems on the border with with the, with with the legal crossings and things like that. So that that is a potent issue. But I think generally there's a touch of xenophobia there. And uh, yeah, all right. Uh, so that those are. Those are the basic points, and uh, you know I probably got a shitload wrong there. But <laughs> sounds good to me. Yeah, I'm sure. There's a lot of fear too of like, uh, yeah, no, I'm not actually. Forget it. <laughs> but I I read that uh, Spain- Dodgers are under 500 guys. Yeah, breaking my heart. Breaking my heart. I thought break. it was going to be a whole new blue. That Spain for the first time is losing its population. It's it's shrinking. Spain, really, Spain, the country. Spain is pulling a Cleveland and losing its population. Pulling a Cleveland. <laughs> it's is it is it all its rivers on fire? And does it baseball well, team suck? Every industrial city in America and Europe. But well, they they have but, austerity measures uh, in place there. They have the highest unemployment. Yeah, in, people are leaving. So in, what we should do is tank the economy. Just everyone will be like, all right, I'm going back to Mexico. Fuck uh, this. Yeah, that's it's a, sneaky, but I think it might work. Well, certainly the the Great Recession has has decreased yeah. illegal immigration. Yeah. Oh, fuck it. I'm not going there. Make it unattractive. Yeah. It's pretty unattractive already. Um. So. Yeah. What? what how's baseball going? Dodgers <laughs> are going a, badly. Throw to sports. That's <laughs> Marty's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, both the uh, <laughs> both, the fucking both my Dodgers and my Indians are suffering this year. They both had <laughs> relatively high expectations, much higher for the Dodgers because they have one of the highest payrolls in baseball, if not the highest payroll in well, baseball. But a big uh, chunk and they're of that, both at five hundred. But a big chunk of that money is in that pitcher who's yeah, out. cranky who got uh, attacked at the mound and broke his collarbone. Yeah. Um, I have a question for you guys because um, mm-hmm. you guys all. I'm I'm I have a, a big situation on Saturday, a lot of pressure. Something I'm super excited about and very invested in financially and and uh, career wise and emotionally. And uh, I'm not sleeping because of it. Like I'm super anxious. And I know you like you sold a show and you got a lot of pressure on your shoulders to deliver on that, Marty. You I don't know maybe you have a big karaoke date or something. <laughs> he's, got, uh, <laughs> he's got some pressure cooker recipes. He's you you don't have to include me in this question. That's fine. <laughs> how do you how do you Compartmentalize things so that you're not just freaked out around the clock when there's something big on your on your plate. Xanax, yeah, yeah, just Xanax. It's easy. Yeah, just take a, like a half a bar. And the other thing is, you Xanax have... comes in bars. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, boy. really? Yeah, it's good. But you have like dozens of things on your plate, and so yeah, that's why I'm freaking out. But you know, you not everything has the same weight. I mean, you right. know, it, you spread it out. It's not like not everything is is riding on this one. No, no. And I and I'm I'm in the position I want to be in and I'm excited. Sometimes it's actual excitement and not fear, but both of them 
prevent me from sleeping. <laughs> like whether I'm terrified or fired up. Yes, yeah, Xanax, pretty much Xanax. Yeah. yeah. Are you are you a music sleeper or do you have to have complete Ooh, silence? Good, I don't have. I know. I live downtown with, and sleep with the windows open. I, I don't never have silence. I would <laughs> listen. To, I, you listen to homeless people <laughs> fucking. Yeah. There yep. you go. Oh, That's you're getting it good. No wonder oh. you can't sleep at night. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna put it in the pail. <laughs> That's my homeless character. I just. I'm a pirate. Homeless pirate. <laughs> homeless pirate. Downtown L.A. No place for us pirates anymore. There actually is a pirate. Homeless pirate downtown L.A. Yeah, yeah, Petey. He walks around with a pirate. Yeah, hey. I'm homeless. <laughs> I would suggest what I do when I'm in these situations. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, white or wheat for toast. You know, for breakfast. Right. Uh, those are my quandaries. But what I do is <laughs> I. Uh, that's when the pressure's on. That's when the pressure's on, buddy. Um, it's the most important meal of the day. It's really yes. going to determine the, the outcome of your entire yes, day. Yes, absolutely. No, uh, find whatever album mm-hmm. uh, centers you and, and takes you back to that. You're happy. You're happy. Gilmore happy place. Right. And I, you know, try try playing that. I mean, obviously, if it's to stay away from all the Motorhead, punk. yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the misfits and all the stuff yeah. that I, I'm. Connecting with these Go days. with your uh, Michael Cimbello or <laughs> <laughs> Peter Cetera's love Peter balance. Cetera, yeah, there well, you go. My sister, you know, she's in a similar situation. She, you know, friend of the show. She she has uh, always... She's not... She doesn't listen to this show. No, but she's been on. Oh, she's show. a friend. Okay, yeah. yeah. She doesn't listen so, to this. No, no, of course not. But, but she's got a... <laughs> she always has like three different... Three or four different projects that she's working on. And yep. she never sleeps and... Uh, but she has a little pharmacy of sleep aids, and wow. and, uh, and also she buys shit on eBay. That's what she does when she doesn't right. sleep. So, but but I think that she does, uh, based because of her her travel schedule and, and her work schedule, she does doesn't do it all the time. But when she's stressed, she does take sleep aids. If you so. don't want to take Xanax, I've done Lunesta. Uh, uh, she's a big fan of Lunesta yeah. uh, acupuncture, which actually oh yeah d- does. Wonders Nothing for you. Yeah. It's, it's um, solved all my problems. I know the South Park guys when they're. I I haven't seen the documentary, but I know from someone who has uh, about uh, was it like three days to air or something. The documentary I'm making South right. Park when they're when the pressure's really on and it's crunch time. Uh, at least one of those guys does really complicated Legos. Oh. And he just walks ah. around doing, it and it just like it forces him to focus on something that has a clear end game, right, and goal in mind, and it just. That's where his solutions come is when he when he sort of zens out on the Sudoku nice. maybe yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll just come to your house and do this over and over <laughs> until, oh, you, <laughs> until you fall asleep. Just the nice. just having you at my house lurk, looming over Lurking, my bed. Yeah. <laughs> no, you had a right. Like, I, like, I, like I would not sleep well. <laughs> uh, so just a couple quick little tweets. Aaron, uh, who's in Chicago, but I, th- I guess he's a Kiwi. He got a green card in a year, but he's white and got married. And Lou wants to know. Be white. That's the uh, yeah, yeah. That's the yeah. takeaway. That's, that's Always be white. <laughs> um, what do you do if you've been here on a legal visa and want a path story. to citizenship? <laughs> Works for me. My friend here at work is stuck in this. I don't know. You have to talk to a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to talk to. We only work on on uh, Taps Hartley uh, you contracts. You might want somebody yeah, exactly. who has actual information. <laughs> and then Jeff wants to know how, how you prove how long you've been in the country. Did you not listen to my my caveat of like I got many things wrong probably. <laughs> No, well, surely think, there's a passport stamp. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, or no, not if you your... came here illegally. <laughs> yeah. I think there's there probably. Uh, well, you made records. that bed, and you better lie in it. Well, yeah. I, I know that like uh, some comedians that come down from Canada, let's say those uh, fucking guys Canadians. taking your comedy jobs. <laughs> they come and they ask the. We got to uh, strengthen that northern border. Yes, we do. Uh, no, they come and they ask the clubs, uh, managers, and such if uh, they would write a letter saying, uh, "Oh, yeah." you 
this comic has worked here, this mm-hmm. date, this date, this date, and then they get their work visa that way and mm. kind of helps their path along. I know when I was in Ireland, we were trying to pursue a legal course of um, getting an artist visa to prove that I wasn't taking a job away from a national and I was doing something that only I could do. And we were sort of using that creative angle of the chemistry of a band and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Right. And uh, then I just gave up. So, how much have you been sleeping? How much did you sleep last night? About five hours. And you're complaining? That's not a lot for me. Oh, well, that's... I'm a, I'm a seven to eight hour a night guy. There's your problem. You gotta, you're got you staring a gift horse in I the mouth. I gotta need less sleep? No, well, general. you've got to just say that, like, I'm lucky I got five. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. Lou <laughs> because, has a perfect uh, solution for you there. Yeah, Bill, Bill should find someone to have sex with. Yeah, that uh, that would probably solve a lot of my problems, so that actually. That should tire you out and distract your mind. Yeah. yeah That's but, an all-in-one solution. But who wants to have sex with a guy who's just constantly worried about his From projects? Super strung out. His, his projects. <laughs> but honestly, remember when Tony Scott committed suicide? Yeah. Uh, the next, and I'm not going this heavy, but the, the, the a friend of mine was looking on, on IMDb the next morning, and he had like 25 projects right. in some state of production or pre-production. Yeah. And my friend was like... I'm, and my friend was producing a feature at the time, and he's like, I can barely get through this. Well, you know, I think his problems no were wonder. more chemical and, yeah, and, yeah. and longstanding than, than just, you know, I think his work was very separate. Um, it's weird just having, you know, being able to, to get in a word in edgewise with, with Dan Etheridge here. It's just <laughs> shocking. Hey, everybody. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. No, Dan is in Hollywood mode. So uh, He's texting his worries away. Yeah. We're a few minutes early, but why don't we just get to it? Let's do it. It's the top of the hour, ladies and gentlemen, I'm assuming, because everyone looked at me. Uh, and you're listening <laughs> to the Smod Coast Morning Show on the Smodcast Internet Radio Network. Does, do you guys ever listen to Uh Yeah, Dude? It's a podcast. It's a, it's a comedy podcast. I only listen to Broadcast us. by two American Americans. Um, and uh, it's... Been around for seven years, which is wow. kind of crazy in the podcast is. world. So they're they're that's longer than the word podcast has been around. Yeah, no. Adam right? Curry was the first person to have a podcast. Um, Adam Curry. Adam Curry. MTV's Adam, Adam Curry. Wow. Yes, MTV's Adam. Son Curry. of Tim Curry. A son of, of no clue. Nope. Nope. Um, but Adam Curry of heir MTV. to the Curry fortune. <laughs> <laughs> MTV VJ. Are you sure Adam Curry isn't the son of Tim Curry? I'm pretty the sure. The MTV VJ, Adam Curry, with the big hair? Yeah. He's the son of Tim Curry. Look it up. Uh, no, I'm going to think <laughs> no, I'm... Nobody cares. <laughs> Not even Adam Curry All cares. Right. Yeah. I'm going to say that you're right. Um, I'm going to look it up. All right. So, anyhow, uh, I just want to congratulate them. They were just on the Mark Maron podcast. It's a very funny, very specific podcast. Uh, Seth Romatelli and uh, Jonathan LaRoquette, they've been doing it for seven years every week. They do an hour of... Jonathan LaRoquette? Is that different than John LaRoquette? It's his son. Night Court? Oh, his son. Really? No, no yeah. really. Oh, he could be yeah. John LaRoquette's son, but Adam Curry can't be Tim Curry's son. If you were Tim Curry Jr., I might believe you, but... Uh, <laughs> I think that Adam what Curry is in his <laughs> Adam Curry is in his fifties and Tim Curry is in his sixties. So you know, I don't know. Maybe he's in. His he 70s. had him when I he was ten. Of, I don't think either of those things are true. Okay, but uh, I just want to give them a shout out. It's uh, they really paved the way for a lot of podcasters, they, and they yes. they. Have you you've heard the show? Have you, have you heard, I, you heard know, of it? I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah I haven't. Heard and it's it. one of these shows where they just their end game is not to create a, a brand to sell a TV show. It's to just podcast, yeah. and I think that's kind of what we do here. Yes, there have been the Mark Marins and the 
the who've gone on the the comedy death rays who or comedy bang bang who've gone to uh, to make TV shows of their podcast and good for them. And sure you know, looks like I was wrong about Adam Curry. And uh, it's <laughs> I will accept your apology in written form. It's actually the son of Mark Curry uh, hanging with Mr. Cooper. Yeah, <laughs> that's correct. And and you know it's it's a very weird thing to just come on on and just do this. Spout nonsense for two hours, and I was already well, doing it anyway. So yeah, now, but now you just did it for Lance yeah. Mountain. There's a mic in front. Some and people, some people prepare. So yeah, I guess so, but not us. Uh, but <laughs> but uh, I actually and, knew I was going to ask you guys about uh, how you uh, deal with. Stress. Oh no, I'm glad that you did. It was good, yeah. and uh, we got some some drug references. Right. So so to give you an example of how hard broadcasting is to do, uh, yes. there's a, a fellow in North. Dakota, who had his uh, his broadcast debut this weekend mm, uh, yes. on a news mm. program. So we'll just play that really quickly right. so you can hear we'll it. Oh, this is on television. Sucker. Television here. All right, and of course, there we go. You're watching the evening Sunday on NBC North Dakota News, your news leader in high definition. Gay fucking shit. Good evening, I'm Van Tude. <laughs> <laughs> Keep playing it. AJ on NBC North Dakota News, and he'll be joining the weekend news team as my co-anchor. Tell us a little bit about yourself, AJ. Um, thanks, Van. I'm very excited. I graduated from West Virginia University, and I'm used to, um, you know, from being from the East Coast. Okay, well, welcome. He's used to being from the East Coast. Uh, right. ATV crash happened uh, yesterday. We can, we can, uh, that's that's yeah. good broadcasting. Yeah. So wow. that is, how does that guy get a job? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, said, he said, um, like five times. I was, oh, in, I was said, in radio. Fucking well, yeah, aside from the gay. fucking shit, but the fucking shit, that's, that's good yeah, I mean, that's interesting. I say I'm all the time. That's you, you've got my attention when you start with fucking shit. Uh, good morning. Yeah. But, yeah. That's, that's how I feel. I mean, I can connect and to that. His co-anchor just stared at him like, what the fuck what are you the doing? What the fuck are you doing? Should we do anything about Dan? He is uh, comatose next to us. Uh, you is. know what? Let's, let's let him sleep it off. Yeah. And we'll yeah. get what do you think about that, he, Dan? He, he hit the Baileys real early when, yeah. he, when we no, started the podcast. Right. He was drinking from the second uh, I walked in. But anyhow, that guy is was okay? fired. Uh, and luckily, we did not get fired. Hey, it's Dan. He's back. Hey. What the fuck? Where are we? No, who is this? Somebody. You're wearing new underpants. Why don't you get? When you were worried about, he put toxic ball juice in his coffee. Yeah. (laughs) TBJ. Hey, sorry about that. I was doing Veronica Mars movie work. Do you have have an update for that? For us? Uh, yeah. Breaking news. Full steam ahead. Wait, that's that's an update. Yeah. Full steam ahead. (laughs) That's not. We have have to give the money back, but uh, no, we're making the movie. Kickstarter campaign closed at five point seven million dollars, and we are making this movie. We'll shoot this. And Warner Brothers is also kicking in a little money too. No, no, no. I mean, they're handling as. We talk about on there, you know, marketing and, and distribution. Yeah, P and as applies, blah blah blah. So there we go. You're gonna debut at the uh, Cleveland International Film Festival? <laughs> Not, no, no, no. Bunch of stinkers there this year. I'm, I'm, I'm afraid to say. So here's here's my question, and this is probably best for James. Like, so that guy says shit and fuck or whatever, fucking shit, fucking shit, fucking shit. Mm-hmm. FCC fine up to balls, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, but uh, what's his name at the Red goes, Sox said, this is our fucking city, whatever. Yeah. Uh, what Nomar 2.0. What's his name? Uh, you know baseball. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. uh, I don't know the Sox. They, well. And they actually, they, they gave him props for that. They, they Pappy? Big Pappy? Ingratiated yeah. that. No. Uh, David Ortiz, come on. Yeah, Was it? Isn't that Big Pappy? Is it? What's a Big Pappy? It's the guy in the Sox. I don't live in Boston right. He's fat and he hits home runs. So, I, I paid for that in Thailand once. Go ahead. <laughs> that, goes, <laughs> that goes viral. Has anything that has been on a podcast 
gone mm-hmm. viral in a, or been controversial in a similar way. And what no, can we no say? Regulations. What there's can no we rules. say to get us? I support the bombers in Boston. It's, it's the Wild West. There you go. There you go. Um, I, I support them. Nega. I su- nega, nega, I, nega, nega. I support yeah. those negas in Boston. Oh, no! uh, <laughs> how dare you? Well, yeah. uh, our very own John, John Lovitz. Lovitz. Uh, yes, that was the one thing incited uh, quite a bit of when he called the uh, uh, he called Obama a fucking asshole. A fucking asshole. Yeah, but that was which just, is not that controversial. And I and actually, you know, his point was taxes calling the president uh, an asshole. He kind of is. <laughs> I, I met him. He was kind of a prick. Yeah, yeah a little standoffish, little self-absorbed, <laughs> a little bit. Smelled nice though. Very tall. Uh, <laughs> I did. I met but him. Yeah, I mean, there, there are obviously, you know, even though it's an unregulated medium as far as uh, you know, FCC fines and that that stuff. There's still there there are the boundaries of acceptable you know pub, what's acceptable to the public and what's not. But I mean, if you can think it and you can say it on a podcast, yeah. you know, I so. think you just risk. I, I think the biggest risk for podcasters is people who have a pre existing fan base for yeah. one thing, and then they come on the air and spouting off. Like I'm thinking of uh, Adam Baldwin, who's uh, huge, huge in the Comic Con yeah. genre world. He was in Firefly and sure, Buffy and Chuck. and Chuck. Yeah, and he's got a like a ultra right wing podcast and yeah. you know you 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 yeah. risk um you know distancing yourself from a from a pre existing fan base. But other than that it's just everybody saying whatever they want. So yeah. how he's a how funny guy. can you really be? He's a yeah. I, I, when I you know you were, oh, I was a Dan Chuck yeah. and he was just he was very, very funny, very pragmatic guy. I, I enjoy mean, him personally. And you look but. at him you're like, all right, I get why you're a right wing guy. You know, mm-hmm. he's he just seems like a clean cut Republican, you know. Well whatever that ding dong his name was, the uh, reporter or the the Ken and Barbie, whatever I, I I forgot his name already. Oh, the Did North Dakota guy. The North Dakota guy. Hey, who needs news in North Dakota? Right. Like, yeah, what, right. like, it's fucking, there's still nothing going there's on. Nothing happening. We're so far from Cleveland. Still nothing to do tonight. There's nothing to do. <laughs> Unlike but, South Dakota, which know, we're would, very big fans of. But I wouldn't have fired <laughs> him because, because he said fucking Bad shit. Man. I would fire him because he's a bad broadcaster. Yeah. He doesn't know how to speak on air. Right. He, right. he totally air. fucked. Yeah, he, right. he panicked when and they, everybody when in the podcast world doesn't know how to speak on air. <laughs> I know, yeah. but we're not getting paid. <laughs> I know. What? Wait, what? Wait. Uh, you guys get you paid? You are. I just made it weird. But I think there's a certain safety that people feel when they're in a podcast and uh like we can say Joel Shashevsky's name and I'm I'm not that worried about it. No, this is yeah, I'm kidding. for earlier thing. Yeah, oh, yeah. But uh Jeff Garland had a, a has a podcast and and he had He's a hateful Jew. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. I'm, I'm going to say controversial things. Yeah, until no, that's we, good. That's until good. we get picked up by the a little known podcast out of Los Angeles and is getting had, is getting reviews today for a statement set. Like I'm, I'm going to get us in the in the BuzzFeed. I'm going to get us on Mashable. Oh, that's good. That's so good. Whatever and he you had say, that, that gangly ginger on uh, Conan O'Brien, and that it was very funny because are you, you describing know, my balls? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm describing Lance Mountain gangly ginger. So. <laughs> But it was funny because you know Conan O'Brien was like, I don't know if I should talk smack right. about about his certain guests, and and then he goes on and talks smack about Wayne Newton, you know, which not that that that's controversial. Wayne Brady or Wayne Newton? Wayne Newton. <laughs> Who fucking cares? I know about exactly. Wayne right. Newton. exactly. Wayne, or Wayne, or Wayne Brady. Wayne Newton arms. is worse than Hitler. Wait, not okay, Wayne I just Newton. Said it. Wait, who sings? Who sings Donkashen? Is that Wayne Newton? Uh, Liberace? Uh, yeah. No, it, is Wayne not, uh, it sounds like Rain Newton to me. Yeah. yeah. So, but when he was young. No. When he was young. <laughs> right, yeah. right. And, but uh, it was f- funny because like, he felt like 
because it's a podcast, he could say what he wants. And nobody, I mean, not that anything he said was that controversial, but it's a good listen, to, by, by the way, for anyone who wants to listen to something good. Also, that was, was good. Conan also hosted uh, on YouTube, on his channel there, uh, a roundtable of the Simpsons writers that he mm. worked with when he was on The Simpsons for a couple of years. When it mattered. When it mattered. Thir- third oh, season, I think. Second and third season. And it was great. Because these guys are just reminiscing about the golden years. Did You you tweeted that, didn't you? Yeah, I tweeted okay, that. Yeah. yeah, I want to check that out. Yeah. The so. show's getting better. It's coming back. <laughs> if you ever get a chance in LA to see uh, Jeff Garland's combo platter, I've seen that a couple times, and that's a lot of fun. Oh, well, the, the podcast is, he does it live, too. Oh, okay. Over at Largo, so you can get Got tickets it. for that. I, I don't know. It's like, I think, once a month or something like that. But um, Largo hosts uh, the raping of uh, uh, children. Yeah, once a month. Once a month. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Flown in from New Delhi. Hot ticket. Hot right. ticket. Hot ticket. Sells right. out way in Fuck advance. Fuck Largo. Cougar, I hate that place. Cougar, let's, let's let that, that sink in. See what, <laughs> see what works. And then next week, we'll come back okay, and, and enough? we'll get more. Yeah, Are you telling so. me enough? So last week, <laughs> Are you give me a no end. No, no, no. I'm just giving, just giving you some helpful advice. <laughs> Make it no friends. I love uh, Largo. I'm last kidding. week, I, I gave out some homework and to watch Upstream Color, and uh, it was probably not the best homework to give out because it's not in. Uh, yeah, our timing was a little off on our, that. One. Yeah, because it you can't watch it streaming. It's only out in the very few theaters. I thought I was the only. I thought I was a retard because yeah, no, I, I fucking furiously looked for this. Right, and I could not. So, so next, but I did read an interview w- with the director that Shane I had been Carruth. waiting to read in a magazine that was sitting on my floor. Oh, very good. I don't know if that counts. No, no, sure, you can join in the conversation. But I think it was a, uh, it was. Yeah, next week we'll do we'll come up with one that's available on Netflix streaming so everybody can watch it and chime in. I did masturbate to the uh, trailer for The Great Gatsby, however. <laughs> so if you want to hear about that. No thanks. No. Yeah. All right. no. I think we're good. <laughs> crickets, crickets, crickets. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> so Upstream Color was this movie that was written, directed, produced, acted in, co-edited in music composed by Shane Carruth. Sounds who, like Garth Marenga. Who did uh, yeah, totally. <laughs> Who did also Dreamweaver, also actor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so if anybody watched it, tweet in. I'm going to um, say that pro- probably nobody did. I will. So I'll just give a quick. <laughs> I saw it last night because I threw it out there. So I. How did you manage to see it? Went to the movie theater. Which theater is it playing in? I didn't see it. At listed the Lemleys. Uh, at the Lemley in Pasadena. Not bad. Uh, oh, that's miles away. It's similar to Primer in feel. If anybody saw Primer, which is streaming on Netflix, it's a very sort of impressionistic, observational style movie. Uh, and it was very beautiful. And it's also very sort of enigmatic, obtuse. You're not quite sure what uh, things sort of piece together slowly as you're watching it. But unlike Donnie Darko or Lost, where you're not sure what the fuck, if the writers know what the fuck they're talking about. Right. It's pretty clear that Shane Carruth knows what he's trying to do. He's coming from somewhere. He's coming from somewhere, and there's a point to it. There's some pathos behind it, uh, and whether it's all the whether all the pieces are successfully uh, conveyed to the audience, I don't think is his goal. His right. goal is to tell this, this very this story, and you can take from it what you will. Is it a is it a traditional narrative or is it a bit more experimental? It's a little bit more experimental, uh, the, as, like as experimental as um, Holy Motors, or, or a little bit more uh, down. down well, Holy Motors maybe the maybe Holy Motors will be our homework for next week because that is streaming on Netflix. But uh, 
it is you know like you see backs of heads very little dialogue in the first half an hour hmm. you know and the scenes of actual dialogue are just they're they're very voyeuristic it's almost like um how if you watch the exorcist a lot of the dialogue in there it's very voyeuristic you're sort of on the outside sort of peeking in uh and then you you just sort of it, it's entrancing it's very hard not to keep watching it and he puts in he just it's very well done he, he knows what he's doing and when you see that it's confidence deliberate. yeah when you see that confidence in a director you're like here's a guy who is not worried about convention he's just he knows the story he wants to tell right this, and he is, tells this it. is what i want to do and so what it tells me is that in the realm of this new revolution in digital filmmaking you get some crappy stuff but then you get it auteurship is more attainable so like an auteur theory um you know is where the the filmmaker is the the driver of the story mm-hmm. uh so it's this a pretty controversial uh Theory, actually. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, because film is a collaborative medium. But so insanely collaborative. I mean, and I'm working on something very small. We're going to have a 30-second teaser, promotional teaser for uh, for the feature that I'm doing next year. And I feel I directed it, and I'm sitting in with the sound designer on all those decisions, and I sat in with the editor on the, all those decisions. And, and they're making I, decisions. I worked with the writer to uh, tweak it and, 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 and streamline it, and I... I was with everyone as we built the set from scratch, and I still feel like it's everybody else's piece. Right, and you are playing with somebody else's money, right? I, I mean, the, ultimately you will ultimately, be. Yeah, you will be, and then you're you're sort of you can't help but think like, am I giving? You know, are they going to think I'm crazy? You know, <laughs> right. you know. So, and I think that when he made Primer, it was all his own money. It was six thousand dollars, and he could basically do what he wanted and be like, "Fuck you! It's my money," <laughs> you right. know. And here, the, clearly, the budget was larger, but he had primer to 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 fall back on as a uh, an example. Uh, so this never would have worked in uh, the conventional development process because anybody you know too many opportunities to say no too many opportunities to water it down and dan and i read scripts for years and years and we never would have given it good coverage because it wouldn't have made any sense Mm -hmm. uh so and development executives before they spend somebody else's money they want to know that it's going to that it makes sense to them solid investment there's a precedent for it there's no precedent for upstream color which is i'm i'm so happy that it got made he so after was primer it a, was it a Sundance Jury Prize or um, I don't know if it, it was at Sundance but the the first primer won a Sundance Jury Prize mm. uh, but uh, he so he made this after primer Shane Carruth by the way that had the shortest end credit sequence I've ever seen just because <laughs> there's so few people who worked on it it's like right. half the names are Carruth you know so <laughs> did it do did it do the multiple credits with commas was it like produced directed no written, no no star, or did it just keep saying produced by and then starring by and it was the same because name there were other producers on it okay. you know so but even still it was super short uh, and you're sort of sitting there that that's it <laughs> like right no little end button but he after primer he got all this hype and all this, I'm sure, studio buzz. And so he tried to develop a, a feature. And you can read the, the script online. Yeah, I read about this. Yeah. It's called A Topiary. And it's like. Didn't David Fincher get behind it? And, I, uh, yeah, I don't know. No, all David the... Fincher signed on to produce it, and one other big name who's a fan. I can't, I can't remember yeah. who. And the script. I mean, big name. So for those of you do, who don't know, most scripts, unless they're written by Kevin or uh, Quentin yeah. Tarantino, are like 110, 100 pages. 
this script was 224 pages. Jeez. Oh, and the first 68 pages were all sort of this this preface, this first act, like, you know, with, I don't think any of the, the main characters were even in it, you know, and it was ultimately this story about these kids who get this ability to make things with their minds. Anyhow, $150 million movie, it, it would have cost to make it. And he developed it for close to 10 years and it went nowhere. So that, his style of filmmaking is is I think relegated to independent filmmaking, right. and there are special effects in Upstream Color, and it is you know there there is production value to it, but I don't think you're going to make a big epic in that style, yeah, because uh, it's not going to make that mu- much money. Mm-hmm. Upstream Color, last night there were maybe eight people in the theater, you know, if that. But did you feed them all? Uh, <laughs> no, I, I went in with nothing because I went in at the last second, didn't have time to prepare anything. You don't want to bring a pressure. Yeah, cooker. I couldn't yeah, find a pressure yeah, cooker to a yeah. movie theater. Right <laughs> no, exactly, exactly. And uh, anyhow, out of a, respect, it's an electric pressure cooker. But now, I saw a great movie. Um, I just happened to catch it flipping through, and Dan, I, I would love your input on this. I don't know if you got this. it. Um, it's a movie. Dan has a thin like stream of drool coming out of the side <laughs> yeah. of his mouth. Uh, it's a movie called Kinky Boots. Yeah, I, you know the director, Jerry I, Mitchell. I fucking it's on love Broadway that movie. now, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah, it's a Broadway. It's, it's a big hit. Is and, that uh, Martin Amos? I met uh, Jerry a couple years ago out on Fire Island. He's a delightful guy and a great director and, and a lovely really family. Fun. He's married with two kids. Is I love right? this movie. Uh, Jerry, I don't think so. <laughs> Hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, lovely wife. Uh, and <laughs> now is that is, was that a Martin Amos novel? Kinky uh, boots? No, no. no. But, well, <laughs> but, thought... but what's funny is it only could it could be a Martin Amos right, novel. Right, I thought yeah. it was. But... No, no, it was a it was an off uh, not a terribly successful British. Uh, indie film, yeah, like um, uh, the the full Monty, full Monty but yeah, or yeah. Uh, was the one Brass? Uh, there was another one like the Lottery Women. It, like there was yeah. an ilk of like charming British comedies and yeah. Waking Ned Divine. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, uh, that's it. That's it, it. It's really cool. It's about a, a guy, Charlie Price, who's uh, uh, the son of this uh, gentleman who owns a shoe factory in Northampton, and uh, you know they've they've made their their bones by making Oxfords and you know very traditional shoe wear. And it just came to a time where, you know, the father passed away, Charlie, the, the son took over, and the Oxfords weren't selling. People, you know, the, the companies that were buying them, the department stores that were buying uh, the shoes were, you know, obviously looking now to cheaper shoes made in wherever, Malaysia or whatever. So their shoes weren't selling, so they were going to have to close the, the company. And by chance, he runs into this uh, uh, drag queen who inspires... Uh, and becomes a designer for for kinky boots. Nice. So they start making these uh, drag queen uh, apparel or, or shoe wear, and it and it saves the company. And so economic triumph and diversity win yes. the day. Win the day. But I love it. It's, yeah, it's a great it's a Broadway story. Musical. It's really, really, yeah. really good story. Nice. So, well, Cindy Lauper did the music for the musical. Yeah. Um, oh wow! Yeah. How cool. And uh, uh, sometimes that doesn't work out because sometimes you know people who are pop song folks don't. It doesn't necessarily translate to not. Yeah. Broadway songs, but songs that work well in terms of a musical. But mm-hmm. apparently, it's quite and good can, and, and can fun. drive this narrative while yeah, being yeah, catchy. Yeah, yeah, that combination. Yeah, no. apparently that's Harvey some Firestone of the issue. Too? Uh, uh, Fire, Firestein, yes, Firestein, sorry. Uh, yeah. But uh, I just want to be loved. <laughs> is that that's so, so wrong? Wrong. Yeah. wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, or that like that uh, horrible. Just, remember Independence the Barbershop Day? Quartet yes. of <laughs> Harvey Firestein. Is that so wrong? Is that so wrong? Over there. Over there. Over there. Over there. Now, what is with his voice? What is he okay? I'd like to hear Harvey Firestein on a date with Krumpus. 
<laughs> Krampus. <laughs> I just want to be loved. Me too. If that's so wrong, that's what I want to. You'll be swell. You'll be great. <laughs> yeah, when you, I Krampus. own your soul. <laughs> um, Tremendous. So, <laughs> is that on Broadway now? I believe it is. And Dan, did you see it? Uh, no, I didn't because I left uh, New York right before it went into preview. So I was. Oh, nice! Did you see any shows in? I did. I, was one of the best shows I saw was once the adaptation of the the in Irish indie. Uh, film yeah, once. you know, actually, I used it's to. A fantastic. Uh, when I was musical. playing in bands in Dublin, I used to open up for Glenn Hansard. In the oh, frames, really? Like four or five times, we opened up. In, oh, brilliant! Uh, and the nice guys I met them once when I was. Uh, anyway, the I boards. Really is that guys. his? What, what's the name I don't know what is new. It, they were the Frames DC. The Frames. Frames. Yeah, the Frames DC. The Dublin City, because I guess there were some other oh. Frames. And actually, now a good friend of mine, Howard. Well, I say a good friend. A guy I like a, a lot. A guy you met in passing. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Howard is uh, works out of Chicago, is managing them now. Oh, very good. Well, the musical's terrific. And it is not... I love traditional Broadway musicals. This is not traditional, and it's brilliant. The staging, the performance of the two leader, fantastic. Highly recommend it. Go see it. Uh, I love the movie, too. The yeah, the movie was great. Yeah. yeah. So... Uh, for next week, let's go with Holy Rollers. That's available online. It's on Holy Motors. Holy Motors, sorry, Holy Motors. That's on Netflix. It's in French, correct? Uh, God, yes. All right. Uh, so that's everybody's Subtitles. homework. Get your glasses. Get your glasses. Get your French on, and we'll discuss it next week. Netflix also has. Speaking of Eli Roth, which uh, Dan brought up earlier, they yeah, did uh, a series. Hemlock Grove. Hemlock, Hemlock Grove. Grove. Hemlock Grove. It is fucking awful. Is it really? Oh, I love me a good werewolf story. Uh, you know what? I think that if I have to see another like werewolf transformation like sequence, like you can't do anything to make it. Like it's always the same. It's hair coming out, nails falling off, teeth growing in. Got it. But wasn't I thought I saw a clip of this one where it's like the the human skin just like peels off. off. Yeah, well, that's that kind of original. I guess so. But that's just Eli Roth being gross. Yeah, I think his, he's gross. He, he is a gross, <laughs> gross, really gross. Yeah, like <laughs> what's your what's your number one werewolf? American werewolf. From London. Yeah, yeah, totally. Amen. Jenny Agutter. Um but have you seen the Hostel Two? Uh, I watched the the making of the the documentary just very briefly. Just watched the first part of it, and Eli Roth is on. They're like talking about like, oh, this is really a, a metaphor for like, uh, you know, the ugly American tourists and like American imperialism and the, the or the you know the the chutzpah of, of Americans and yada 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 and then like the next scene it shows him like pointing at a Czechoslovakian toilet saying look at this fucking toilet <laughs> like like because like, it's different you know right. and it's that is to me is that is what Eli Roth is he's a fucking pretentious asshole yeah. who he's a just, hero come on he, was, he's an American was, hero was part two the one where they played soccer with someone's head yeah, I, I, I yes. cashed out at that point. Yeah. I was just like, I'm um, sorry. Uh, oh, that's not it. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I fucking I hate those movies. I'm sorry. I'm not. A, I'm not a, a torture fetishist. But I will say that Orphan Black is getting better and better. That's a yeah. BBC show. Have you been watching it? No. Oh, anybody? Anybody? <laughs> it's supposed it? to be really strong. Then no. the girl, the girl is pretty as hell. Uh, so it's basically She's gotta stop calling me. It's a, a spoiler thing. It gets. Revealed after the first episode, but it's a bunch about a bunch of clones. So oh. this woman has to play like half a dozen different oh. versions of herself, 
and it's amazing. So it's like a, an actually talented actress doing uh, what uh, what's her face tried to do in Terra? Dollhouse. Oh, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, the Dollhouse. Exactly. So, um, United States of Terra. Uh, right. Oh, she's she's a gifted actress. Yeah, she, that was. I actually like that. What's show. her name again? Eliza Dushku. Yeah, Dushku. Oh, you, yeah. You know where she's right. from? The, the douche. She's from Watertown, Massachusetts. Is that true? Uh, yeah. 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 Oh, very good. Yeah. She's a masshole. So, Absolutely. But I mm. recommend everybody watch uh, that movie. I mean, that t- TV show, Orphan Black. That woman is. She's great because she actually has to play somebody, uh, one of her versions. Masquerading as another version of herself. Wow! Wow! Uh, in multiple times, and it's very funny. That's and many levels of acting. It's many levels of acting, and then she has to almost have... all eleven. And <laughs> we'll get to the eleven next week. Yeah. Eleven the, the next. That was my favorite story. When I, uh, I worked for Gary Oldman, he was in a movie with uh, Matt LeBlanc, oh, which is that, that's that's like Keith Richards and. Your, you know, and Rick Astley, your retarded sister, learning to play guitar. Like, what? Why are these two in the same scene? And they, they had a, a, a scene together, and the guy yelled "cut," and Gary Oldman walked over to Matt LeBlanc and said, "There are eleven levels of acting in that scene, and I only saw seven. And Matt LeBlanc went, uh, and he's like, "I'm fucking with you. Like, there's no eleven. Like, just, you just fucking say the lines and wear a funny wig, and you know." But Matt LeBlanc is very, very funny. He's really talented. Yes, but I'm, when you're with, I'm, when you're, when you're, again. From my hometown, when you're a, a high school dropout model who's now standing across from Gary, Gary Oldman, Oldman, and he tells you that he only saw seven of the eleven levels of acting in that scene, you're like, "Oh shit, I got to do some homework." Like, don't, don't worry about it. We're, Dan, we're making Lost in Space. How's Hollywood doing? Wait, what? How's Hollywood doing? <laughs> Dan, Dan went out and step on, on Kruger's riff. Oh no, no, it's over. Kruger's riff. Was it a John Wayne film? Yeah. <laughs> Kruger's riff. Kruger's bluff. (laughs) John Wayne, Kate Hepburn. (laughs) Kruger, don't go to the riff. Well, a Kruger's riff. That was my best John Wayne. Something that has to be. There you go. Thank you. (laughs) It was the one John Wayne movie he did it as. Life's not worth a farthing. Would John Wayne have said that? (laughs) John John Wayne miscast in Great Expectations. John Owen, the Irish John Wayne. (laughs) Pip, life's not. Worth a foul thing. Uh, where were we? Terrible, just terrible. No, we were talking about Lost in Space. I, don't know. I, I love uh, that. Like that, Lost in Space would have the potential for having more than one level of acting. There's in zero it. levels of acting. In it. <laughs> just press buttons and look off screen and go there. That was did a we, lot of that. Did I miss the mailbag? No, 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 no. Oh. no it's, a, it's a sack. The the moist sack is coming. Sorry, <laughs> Silver Bullet was a good Oy. Silver Bullet was a good werewolf movie. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. Actually, had some scary moments. Well, Didn't quite stick the landing, if I remember. But generally speaking, had, it kind of it, it tips its hat to who the wolf was pretty early. Yeah, Corey but I Hames, love that actor. Corey Hames best. Corey Haim, not that actor. <laughs> the, <laughs> you, Bill, really. Wow. Bill's loving him some Koi Haim. The, the priest who, the, well, I don't want to give it away, but the, the guy, the priest in yeah, the movie, uh, who was in People Under the Stairs. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Who's, in Twin, who's in Twin Peaks, uh, right? Yes. He was a guy in Twin Peaks who, yeah, with the curtains, yeah. who was married to the wife with the curtains. Creepy guy. Really fun Not actor. Ray Wise. Oh, not, not, and Gary no, Busey was fantastic in that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, there was a lot of good stuff in that. It, I and just it, remember feeling like it fell apart at the like it didn't. Yeah, it but, got very conventional. Yeah, it, it wrapped up pretty conventionally. But that, to have your protagonist be a uh, with kid in a wheelchair, right? Was yeah, it? that was that was Corey Haim. That was Corey Haim. Yeah, I guess he did. You right. love you some Corey Haim. Yeah, admit it. You right. love some Corey. Is that the dead one? I, uh, no, no. Oh, yes, he is dead. Oh, okay. 
Corey Hart's alive, though, right? No, Corey Feldman. Corey Hart. No, I wonder about Corey Hart. Yeah. Wait, Corey Feldman lived and Corey him and now that's a shame. Yeah. Let's play that song. Are you ready to do it? Corey Hart's Never Surrender? Yeah, play that. <laughs> We're going to dip into the mail sack. Mail sack, mail sack. Mail sack, mail sack. Mail sack, mail sack. Mail sack, mail sack. Come on, get my hands that mail sack. Mail sack, mail sack. Yeah, that was great. That was great. First first email is from the first time emailer, long time listener since the nooner days. It's uh, Jonathan Abbott who just. Hey, Johnny A. He says that. uh, (laughs) Johnny A. While he listens to the podcast. (laughs) I like the hesitation. (laughs) Hey, Johnny A. Johnny Abbott. Johnny Abbott. Johnny uh, Johnny Johnny Abbott. Johnny Two Shoes. (laughs) The bot. One nose McGunch. <laughs> he says, "Cunty McShitballs." That's a Western name, yeah. Me, my one nose. <laughs> Just so you can always tell who I am. One nose McGunch. <laughs> What's up, nigga? <laughs> He's not Chinese. What did you say, nigga? <laughs> he says, "I didn't say uh, nigga. I said nigga." Oh. While listening to the podcast, I thought I'd let you know that I buy simulators and trainers for the U.S. Navy. Ooh. What kind of simulators? Oh. Hey, hey, now. And, Long lonely uh, nights on them ships. Shout out to the Brakes and DJ James. Keep up the great hey, work. Thank you, Jonathan. Veronica Mars, Kickstarter backer. Thank you for doing that. Great, hey. thank you. Yes, nice. and we're going to make the movie for you and everybody else. He's participating in the process. That's and right. uh, Stephen Owens, who works at Wells Fargo, he says that he oh, also oh, the Wells Fargo drain it is up and coming down the track. Sorry, oh, please the, let wait, it be the Wells Fargo for me. what wagon. Comes down the track. Uh, the Wells Fargo wagon. It's a coming, coming down the track way. Train. The Wells Fargo train's coming down the way. Okay, it's the Wells Fargo wagon. It's a coming down the way. Oh, please let it be for me. Fum special. I got a crappy sewing machine from Sears. Cross cut saw. And a batch of underwear from. Nope. That's not one of the lyrics. Target. <laughs> Anyhow, he listens while washing windows because he has a side business where he does um, window washing. 90% residential, 10% commercial. All right. That's a good, the old 90-10. Yeah, the old 90-10 yeah. in the window biz. That's, yeah. that's what my dad taught me. I remember me. the days of 70-30. I got reamed pre-depression. <laughs> that 30 reamed me. You could, you could get one of those in uh, Times Square Thanks in early for telling 90s. telling us the percentage of yeah. your commercial to residential. Well, here's the residential hoping. to the commercial, yeah, by the way. I was, you know, the first thing out of my mind was, what's, what's, what's the, the ratio? Where, where are we That's at? That's right. Because until you give me that context, I don't, I don't know. know how to interpret his career. <laughs> Uh, Mike Dessert, he said that he... Wait, that's the whole mail? <laughs> he yeah. just no, to I, and I am 90, and he said, 90 hey, 10. Thanks, Great. because I ask people what they do. Oh, they oh okay, okay. So okay, please, okay. Keep, I, I, keep sending it. Don't let Kruger's shitting on it. Like, no, I thought there was more. There was like a question. Send email no, he so said thanks. mock you in your livelihood. Oh, Ruth Everett on. McGill... Great, Darren came up with the the, nice. the yep. yes the, the, the silver bullet guy. Exactly right. right. Nicely done. He is in the library, so just so you know. So he right. has. <laughs> it's not like he's smart. He has access to information. He's on the Lexus Nexus machine. <laughs> Uh, so, Mike Dessert was unable to watch Upstream com- Color again. I apologize for picking this such an unexpected... I know. God damn, I'm the only meta. person who watched it. So, well, all right. 
Sorry if I even watched it. Assign but he said that he did. That's in pre-production. Yeah. <laughs> he did watch most of Primer. Very enjoyable. Insane suspense at times. Uniquely terrifying. Okay, sorry, huge fan, long-time listener. Have a great week. Hey. Have a great week yourself. And you, you can wa- listen to him, or whatever, listen, read him on the Twitter, at Convincing Mike. And you can listen to him on the Twitter by reading those tweets out loud. To yourself, <laughs> not to us. And uh, he said that that is a Fraggle Rock reference. Nice. What's, the, what's the handle again? At Convincing Mike. Yeah, it's Convincing John. Well, I saw his convincing name is John. Mike. You know what it reminds yeah, me of but then it's not was, a fucking uh, Fraggle Rock reference. It's, it a, is. it's a Mike reference. Asshole. Jesus Christ! It reminded me of presuming, <laughs> wow. presuming Ed it, from Withnull and I. Do you remember presuming Ed? Uh, no, what was that? Presuming Ed was was the the drug dealer's friend who comes to visit the. Oh, that's right. He's just kind of laughing hysterically. Presuming Ed. This, this doll has voodoo properties. We just watched that in Atlanta on the fishing trips. In when Friday night, we got um, complete an honor of being on a road trip into country. We but the, the actor who passed and Richard away, Griffiths, yeah, rest Griffiths, in peace, yeah, who's yeah. like stunning in the glue. Oh the God, movie together. So good well, I've seen the movie two hundred times, and we just yep. have the a ball. Watching. Did you watch it again? Oh, you watched we it did so Friday night. Right. Yeah, that should like be an annual thing. Weekend in the country, getting smashed. Yeah. It felt right. Okay, Peter movie. WG in Connecticut, long-time listener, first-time emailer. And I think he's listening live today, hopefully. He said uh, two days ago he celebrated record day, record store day. Oh, oh store yes. Relatively unknown, um, in a relatively unknown town in Connecticut. And the well, line- Which one? Which one? At Hartford? The store, Mason's Island. New Haven. 138 <laughs> New Haven. Long. Yale. Yeah, New Bedford. <laughs> oh, the that's, line continued Yale. throughout the day, and by 4 p.m. they had over 500 people through the door. Nice. Uh, so he basically is saying that you know, records are certainly a dying format, but there is a rabid Still fan relevant. base that undeniably uh, exists. And yeah, record day and was rallied a, around it. Yeah, yeah my, the record store permanent records. By are we going to put out house. a vinyl of this uh, podcast? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. a collectible. Get, get a comedy album, yeah. uh, get a, get Emmy a, or a we'll Grammy nomination. Slim spat. <laughs> Sorry spit. about that. <laughs> I'm very ill. Yeah. China has no air. No, so <laughs> did you bring back some sort of Chinese flu? There, flu. Actually, there was a day when they thought I had the bird flu. It was seriously, it was not, yeah. I'd called wow. the CDC. It was Re- not, I mean, not genuinely. Yes, yes. Wow. I was very sick. That's kind of scary, actually. No, I enjoy. I was like, oh, I'm going to be in the news. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and dead uh, in an hour. And dead. Well, you know what? You're Patient zero. All right, yeah. <laughs> but I can't Wouldn't read the news because I'm in China. Actually, for us, publicity wise, if Gruger had been patient zero, yeah. <laughs> We would have gotten. I mean, we would have been solemn for about the first fifteen minutes of the first show. You weren't here, and then kind of like, the press yeah. would. Have, I do. It, I would do it. Moved for right you. into the comedy. <laughs> yeah. What what bird did you fuck while you were over there? That sort of nonsense. all of them. Yeah. All of them. This, Whatever one I this, get my hands this zoo on. Who is my brothel? <laughs> so Peter has a few questions. Have we seen the episode from the first season of Thirty Rock titled Cleveland? Yes. 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 Of course. Fantastic. Classic. Don't remember it. Love Thirty Rock. But Miss that it was where because uh, Jason Sudeikis' character moves to Cleveland. Oh, that's yes. right. That's yeah. right. And, like, and she decides to not go with him. paradise. She's not yeah. doesn't leave New York and and join she, him in Cleveland. Right. Wise <laughs> decision. Oh. <laughs> I remember the episode painting Cleveland as an unheralded paradise. Yes, but uh, that's right. Uh, it did actually. It, it we're did. all open to have our own interpretations to any yeah. piece of art. Have <sighs> we ever considered going back to the nooner <laughs> moniker and abandoning this morning label as Kevin seems to have? Uh, no, oh. because uh, we Ouch. are we part are of this morning, this morning show, show yeah. and we're and just we're the no nooner Dan right Marty edi- yeah. Tuesday edition of this morning show. And and we're proud to be that. And he yeah. says, uh, Marty, keep up the clean living thing. I'm doing the same version, uh, some version of the same, and haven't ha- hasn't had a drink since December. And uh, all right, and then he says, "Fuck the cleave." Thanks. Fuck the cleave. Oh, gee. <laughs> oh, he's putting his own spin on it. Fuck yeah, the cleave. Yes. Fuck the cleave. 
Uh, Christopher Brown from Saskatchewan says... Uh, oh, PDG says it, he's not the Peter WG. Right. I no, didn't no, know we, that. We knew that. Sorry. Hey, PDG, hi. Hi, Peter WG. PDG is in... Hi, both of you. Is in... Uh, New Brunswick. Uh, uh, no, no, no. New, Newfoundland? Uh, no. <laughs> By the way, look at the New Twitter South. handle. It's New Brunswick because it's NB. Did you get a oh, new, new Twitter, right, to right. Twitter handle? Because he's got Marty time. Marty, Marty time. <laughs> As opposed to hey, Marty you. Let's, let's Marty As down. As your Twitter handle. Oh, well. Marty time. That's, it's Marty time. He's one of Marty's <laughs> side businesses <laughs> no, no, where he goes to parties <laughs> and twists <laughs> balloons. Marty <laughs> time. He's rubbing it in the face <laughs> of Marty <laughs> time. Cotillion. Cotillion. Marty does a little clown work on weekends at children's parties and twists balloons and makes and makes dumplings. It's Marty time. It's Marty, Marty time. Everybody put your hands together because it's Marty time. And that's the letter from Chris Brown. <laughs> Excellent, guys. Chris. Thanks for that. Uh, Darren says, that tell, had legs. tell him Steve Dave has put out a vinyl podcast. We've been beaten to that. A vinyl podcast. They did. Wow. Well, we never claim to be the first. No. Nope, no, but we were the first of the eight track podcast available yes. at JCPenney's <laughs> near you. Kmart. Hey. <laughs> so Saskatoon's gone through six months of officially having snow on the grounds. Oof. That's uh, news. <laughs> Secondly, the news if it was. It was Forget it. Is there a book that you want to read that you have never been able to get through? Catch 22. I'm reading it, it for the third time right now. It, I, I tried it last year too, and it's. I loved it when I was a kid. I still think it's a brilliant novel, but it is because it's been so aped mm. and satire of institutions that we formerly revered is almost <laughs> impossible because we almost revere no institutions. Right. I found it not get throughable. I, uh, yeah, I was reading it in college and didn't finish it. I think for timing reasons, somehow I was borrowing it from somebody, and then they were going back. I, yeah. I think it was, I, just, I was enjoying it, but never finished it. Um, and I'm trying again now, and it's it's just dense. Maybe the yeah. print is too small. Maybe I'm too old. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't try reading at night because I can't get very far. But uh, and there's just so many characters, and yeah. I know everybody's an idiot, and it's like, oh, okay, right. and I stand by the movie as being fantastic. I haven't seen it yet. Big, Al, Big Alan Arkin fans. But right. seen it. Oh, then you must see it. And Steven Soderbergh, you know, loves it. And the cinematography is one of the most beautiful cinematography in a movie ever, mm. ever. Uh, they because. Mike Nichols had so much clout after uh, The Graduate right. and, and who's Virginia Woolf but particularly The Graduate he turned his attention to this they just threw money at him they shot in Mexico for, for Italy and he had so much money that he would only shoot at during basically magic hour Wow! so every so you'd only, they'd only shoot three or four hours a day now he would do oh, these staggering forget about the the uh, the Martin Scorsese Goodfellas that opening shot where they walk into the cab that yeah. celebrated city camera like th- it's amazing to me that was to be celebrated at the time that study was amazing what choreography but go look at catch 22 Nichols does like five of those and like one of them has planes crashing in the background wow. as they go like it's stunt now that, they had all day to rehearse well yeah I think that's the kind of the trade-off is we probably right. rehearse so we, so we got the, the whole scene in a day he just only shot it in three hours of magic hour and it was all one shot right so forget about Goodfellas the bet and and touch of evil touch of that's an amazing pretty, shot yeah because that but, was pre steady come yeah Steadicom so you got to say touch of evil is probably the number one on the list but normally people would then go Goodfellas number two look and catch twenty two they're at least I can think of two shots that outstrip Goodfellas by a by a long mile you heard it here Dan said Goodfellas piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Catch 22, best film of all time. Overrated garbage. Overrated piece of. Everybody jump on Reddit. Dan Etheridge. Dan Etheridge. Hates Goodfellas. Hates Goodfellas. Scorsese Shits on Goodfellas is a hack. On live podcasts. Yeah. Michael Bay to remake. Plug pulled. Did you hear about Michael Bay apologizing for Armageddon? That the studio took away the film and the third act is all There's poorly edited. There's nothing that would have made like that movie. apologize. <laughs> they should have pretty much shot himself. After that. Yeah, the only no, thing he has very, to apologize for is that shitty Aerosmith song. He's a very sweet man. Uh, John Enbaum said, and I thought it was right. He's like, not. The, the problem with Michael Bay films is that he shoots every scene as though it were a commercial for that scene. As opposed to an actual Brilliant. scene, never more than that. Did that? He said that to me. And then we'd see Armageddon, and there's that last shot with like Ben Affleck and Liv Tyler like reuniting with a car on a cliff in a sunset, and that's the end of their love thing. And it literally is a Chevrolet ad, yeah. You know, with right. a little romance, and no it was substance. such. A, I think that totally got to the heart no, no of why heart, no I dislike it. it. Was a film, even when we saw like The Rock, entertaining movie, but like the shots were utterly disconnected. Yeah. From the right. narrative, which is why yeah. I loved Upstream Color because that guy really did ha- put story first, and as opposed to to trying to pander to the audience. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Read the tweet, uh, damn it! What? I mean, Darren's a long time listener. I don't I think we, we ought to I'm offend him. I'm in the middle of the mail. Sack. Okay, Darren, we're not keep... done yet. Jesus, we're not done yet. He's Darren. about to get kicked out of the library. Shh. <laughs> um, Frank wants to know if we've seen Fox TV's The Following with Kevin Bacon. He thinks it's great. Have not seen it. And the lovely Natalie Z. Who's that? Uh, He's Ke- up with all the attractive actresses. Who's Kevin Bacon? Hey, I'm lonely. Kevin um, Bacon's uh, ex-wife on the show. I did or not, maybe I, wife. I did not sure. care for it, but that's me. Oh. All right. All right. <laughs> I, I, just, I watched the pilot. This doesn't have quite Steve the Kruger shits on The Happening. <laughs> <laughs> the Happening? What is it called? The, the Happening. You don't even the know the name of the fucking show. The occurrence. The something You haven't written down in front of you. The Happening. I'm watching the pilot. What's The Happening? I only watched the pilot, and all I could think was poor Kevin Bacon. This guy had like $50 million in the bank. He was pretty much... Uh, oh, someone. Marty's got a call. Wait, hold on. This, yeah, stop. It's his agent. Stop. Is, the it, is it your mom? Yes, this might <laughs> put it on speaker. Is it your mom? Mom, I'm listening to your cat. He's so bad. <laughs> Just tweet like everybody. Why else. you no read Darren Mail? I'm getting to it. <laughs> he long time listener. I knew that. I like Darren. He helps us out on the show. Why you shit on the fan? <sighs> Never. Oh my lord Kevin Bacon had all the money in the world And he was just gonna fish and boat And paint and he's, live his life As a rich actor And then it all went away And he's got he's got, and I, The whole show is night shoots So I'm like Kevin Bacon has to work all his night His kids are probably adults every, now so. No he has no money No he does He has no money What, what happened to all money? his money? Or not close money. They or both that. lost all their money yeah. In the Madoff I know, they, scandal yes. That's oh, why really? he's doing yeah. TV Kevin Bacon doesn't need to do TV He's not Ten years going ago. to starve I'm not worried about him I know but I just feel bad Because yeah, you know he's, he's worked a lot right. he, he needs you know Some time off well, I hope the show gets a second and third. I, I, I am Godspeed. I love it. It was wonderful. okay. Next, it was all up there on the screen. So <laughs> it was all, all up, up there. there. <laughs> Allison listens to the show from her cube at work, and uh, for some reason, people want to schedule meetings with me at 11 a.m. Central. Uh, so she tries to catch up the next day. As far as bad jobs, she has everyone beat egg processing plant. So she worked. Ooh. Yeah, egg beaters don't make themselves, and chickens are nasty birds that deserve their fate. Fair enough. And she worked as a nurse's aide in, in a nursing home. That sounds awful as wow, well. Wow, that's a top, top, at least two of the top five. Yes. Yeah. Necessary A job. lot of similarities between those um, two jobs. That's <laughs> yeah, I bet. 
She says it's a necessary job, the but those of people dying. have a, <laughs> and lots of cleaning up of shit. She says it's a necessary job, but those people have a special place in heaven. I hated every minute of it. Nice. Hence Which, the chickens? Uh, no, nurses home, oh. nursing home. Keep up. Which so, Allison why is she, that? What? Which Allison is that? Allison Jones in, North, Jones? in South oh, okay. Dakota. In yeah. South Dakota, AJ. Yeah. And uh, yes. she—that's th- why she got a master's degree in IT. And uh, she has a random question: What movie do you wish you could have seen for the first—you could see for the first time again? Hers are the usual suspects: Sixth Sense, Bone Collector, Saw, and A New Hope. Um, Jaws. Jaws is so good for sure. Oh my god. Yeah, I've to see that seven, Quint, it's to my see that Quint monologue the for the first time That's right. in a theater. To see you got you got to get a bigger boat for the first like yeah. like I mean it's my favorite movie I've seen it 500 times so it has it has lost the power of newness. Five has got black eyes yeah. like a doll. The whole thing. Eyes. It's a perfect movie. Mine's more more like nostalgic. a doll. That's that my Quint. That's pretty good. good. Mine's a little more nostalgic. I I, I would kind of feel the dreams. House party. I want to see. I would love to see House House party party two. No Star Wars, but with my grandfather, rest in peace, if he was still alive. Oh, that's a good one. I'll never forget that moment of. You know when it (laughs) fucking opens that that big orchestral. Yeah. Just a, that and, and Xanadu. I think I've... Uh, sure. Fair enough. $10,000 for me by myself. Xanadu, it feels like I'm saying it for the first yes. time. Yes. <laughs> they're, the they're doing what? The tail. Wait, what happened next? Yeah. The whole damn Wait, thing. Wait, he's in this? <laughs> that was our Every mashup <laughs> of Xanadu and Jaws. Xanadu and Jaws. That's, that's, a, good, that's a very good mashup. Jaws-a-do? jaws <laughs> What about you guys? Xana Jaws. <laughs> now, I'd buy that for a dollar. That sounds like one of those Xana drugs that'll help Jaws, me sleep. Jaws, 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 Jaws. Right, starring, it's a bigger boat. It's starring a bigger boat. Landshark. <laughs> We're going to need bigger roller skates. All right, Kruger, your mind is, your gears are turning. Uh, there's nothing going on in my brain except for cough medicine. Uh, you know, uh, I'll go out on a limb because everyone's saying good movies. I, I I love that movie, The Room, that 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 horrible wow. movie. Yeah, and I have yeah. seen it's it an experience. probably yeah. 20 times, and I, I, I wish I could go back to that first slack-jawed, wait, yes. wait, this is a movie? Yeah. This is ha- this is really happening? That is super confusing. The power of the room. The power of the room. Yeah, I I'd love, because I've seen, I know every line, I know every moment, it's, I've seen it in the theaters. I'd like to see it. But it's still great watching it It never again. gets it's, old, it's but I, that first film. viewing with Lance Mountain, and I went, wait, are, what is, no, no, and then it just gets worse. It actually is a movie that is on a complete downward trajectory. Yeah. It and that's where worse. you two fell in love, right? Yes. You know, it's actually a really fascinating question because a lot of the movies that that are coming to mind are movies that I actually really enjoy following the rhythm and pace in the classic line. Like I was saying of Casablanca, but I actually love how familiar I am with it and and the new things I see every time I see it. Interesting, Allison brought up two ones that have twist endings. Multi-Spalcons. Oh, yeah, good point. Really good point. uh, Right, that was her, like, the sort of, like, night moves as a great surprise. But it's true, like, With No Eye and Jaws would just be... I love watching them, and I'm glad I love them, and I will watch them a hundred more times. It's just that... (laughs) With Nail and Jaws? (laughs) It's just a thrill, knowing the thrill that I would have to experience those fresh again, and I I would enjoy them just as you know so yeah it is well it's a really sad. interesting question bumming me did, out did, did you anything come to mind uh i i i've definitely was down with jaws and star wars just because of feeling like a kid and right. feeling tiny and being completely yeah. transported what a great way to phrase it feeling like the world was 
the, like the world just does seem smaller. No matter the movie, the world in the movies seems smaller. And I don't know if that's just and, life, and, but the way you felt tiny and you really could go, it, it felt yeah. like oh my god. And I'm you left the place. theater feeling that much more open to the world, or, or yes. you know, yeah. just, it, it opened your eyes a certain Possibly amount, sense of possibilities. Yeah, even. yeah. Heroes, uh, there are heroes. I yeah, don't but, want to see heroes again. No. That's what I felt when I left movies. Oh. Yeah, that, Star Wars is like our American mythos for. Yep. for I mean, if totally. you look at the Greek mythology, which I mean, Star Wars was yep. based on a lot Very of Greek so. mythology, the Seven Samurai, and all that. I but, think it deliberately set out to write a modern myth. Yes, I mean, it was a mashup of other things too, like the serials that he loved and, and, and all that stuff that bled into Indiana Jones as well. But I think I remember reading that he actually. Yeah. Deliberately set out to create to a modern mythology. This, yeah. yeah. Yep. All right. Well, unfortunately, Darren has left the building. Ah, oh, shit. But he'll listen tomorrow, so we're going to give him his due. He says, uh, Walter, Billy T, Krugs, Danny E, and DJ Jim. Krugs. Nice. Krugs. Sounds like something Chewbacca, Chewbacca's clearing his throat. Sounds like something you got from Nigga. Iron Man 3. <laughs> Iron Man 3 is out on Thursday here in the UK. Are you excited about this summer's offerings, or have you had enough of the never-ending franchises? Uh, regards, Darren, P.S. Fuck Palo Alto, fuck Cleveland, go Twins. Palo Alto? What the fuck? <laughs> Marty's, he's, he's just lashing out. Oh, fuck Boston. Oh, no, you can't he's, say he's fuck Boston. He's tearing down the whole building. Boston strong. Come on. <laughs> Watertown, we got him. No, my. Menino. <laughs> Deval Patrick for president. You sound like Julianne Moore in in, uh, in Thirty Rock. I can do a Boston accent. I'm from Boston. Donaghy. I, I find it, I find it ironic that the one bombing in Boston in its entire history they blow up a Dunkin' Donuts. There are so many. Not Dunkin sure I know the irony. There's so many Dunkin' Donuts in Boston. Well, then it one seems out of one odds chance. on likely. Right. Yeah, it's it's not ironic. Just, like, it's just an it's, it's a it's a irony was the wrong word. Statistically, statistically, it's yeah. a it's a dead statistical dead heat. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, got him. So, are you guys excited about uh, the the franchises? I was just reading the uh, Entertainment Weekly's summer movie preview, and it's really it was really some of the smaller stuff that. I got excited about movies I hadn't heard of, didn't know they were coming out, and don't even remember the names of. That seemed more exciting than some of the like the the Supermans and the Iron Mans. And it's, uh, Benicio del Toro's uh, what is it? Pacific, Pacific Rim. Rim. That uh, I am. I'm I do like Guillermo. Idris Elba. Chomping at the bit. Yeah, Guillermo. Yeah. I do uh, like Idris Elba. Yeah. What would you call him? I want to see Benicio. Uh, Benicio, Benicio, Benicio. One of those. Yeah, you know guys. what? They're all the same. That fucking guy. <laughs> that <over> fucking guy. <laughs> I don't. I want to see uh, that Now You See Me movie. Which one is that? It's that. It's kind of an under-the-radar caper heist film. Right. Jesse Eisenberg, Woody Harrelson, Michael Caine. Oh, uh, wow. And, and a few it. other people, interesting cast-wise. But good. it's coming out in a week or two or something. Well, I'm, I'm happy that... I'll watch any Michael Caine caper. Well, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, if you if you did the Italian job and Gambit... Get Carter. It, it, oh, yeah. my, one of my favorite movies of all time. And Mark, will be Caine. And Ruffalo and F Morgan Freeman. Right, yeah. So, I mean, oh, it's a wow. it's just killer cast. That is a hitting cast. So, I'm kind of hoping it... But uh, and uh, but it's Louis Leterrier who which is it. a strike against. Oh, oui, oui. Yeah. yeah, but I I liked his his movie his Luc Besson movies enough. He what didn't he do um the one of, the, with uh, Liam Neeson? Isn't that him? Mm -hmm. Taken two. Taken one. Electric Boogaloo. I think. <laughs> oh, maybe I, that's a mashup. He did one of the one of the. Hey, uh, Marty, guys, I gotta run. Okay. I know you're gonna go. Right, so Hollywood is calling. But we're. But, 
going to continue for the yep, next that's couple right. minutes. It's great so. to see you guys and great talking Good at y'all out there. I hope to friend. see you next Tuesday. Right, I'll be in Daniel. as Veronica Mars allows. Thanks for having me. We'll Adios. See you. We will see you when we see you. So actually, he did. So uh, everyone can stop listening now. You right. Just, right. Just put, yeah. uh, so go, he, go look for another podcast because this one's pretty much done. Leterrier <laughs> did uh, the Transporter, Transporter Two, <laughs> The Incredible Hulk, Clash of the Titans. I'll see his next movie. Yeah. All right, let's talk about Dan. Oh my he god! Loved. I thought what he a knows. dick! What a fucking Hollywood dick! Oh my god! <laughs> Dude, hell does like, he think he I is? I know. I know. And you know what? Don't like, right through me. Looked right fucking through. Now me. that he's he made it clear that he's not going to hire <laughs> me for any of the films that he's producing, he's banned. Two weeks, he's banned. <laughs> there that. it is. Fuck that noise. <laughs> Fuck that. Oh my god. I talk about, talk about how Fuck play. that 1994 yeah. reference. Oh, uh, let's see. Dominique uh, at D Nice eighty three says she loved uh, Legend as a kid. Mm. Tim Curry so great. And she can't really. Adam watch Curry's it now. dad? Yeah. Yeah. I did meet Tim Curry. Went to his house once. He's a <laughs> fabulous guy, oh, great host, and uh, just a really, really loved him in guy. Clue. He's uh, fucking hysterical yeah, yeah. in Clue. So, and Dominique, I think, is listening for the first time live. Yes. So, welcome, welcome, Dominique. Cool. Yes. We love the tweets in. Um, Thank you for your tweets oh my God. and letters. I didn't realize that was her last name. I was like, what the fuck are you saying, Steve? Oh, Coon. <laughs> Coon. Dominique, I'm Racial Tourette's over there? <laughs> it's not Tourette's. How it's real. You, sir. Yeah. <laughs> we got him. Watertown PD. <laughs> I, know, I just I like screaming that. It's good. Uh, although I, I hate to go Noma. back to uh, Noma. <laughs> Mayor Menino for president. I, I um. <laughs> <laughs> it just made me realize, uh, just coming back to the bombing, that uh, Boston's a good place. I, I left it because it's not that good. Um, <laughs> not, not good enough. Uh, but it made me realize what a piece of shit L.A. is. Like, if that had happened here, it would just be people scrambling and leave. Like, we're, we're going to Palm Springs for the weekend. Like, I just really got a sense. Like, oh, yeah, I forgot because I've lived in L.A. for 200 years. I don't right. know how long. That, that that's a real city, like a Cleveland. It's a real. Hey, thank you, Kruger. It's a real place. Their people with, are connected. The with people, an NFL team. With an NFL team <laughs> and uh, a great baseball legend. Uh, it just. It, I was like, oh yeah. What if that happened in L.A. and it would be, oh, this place would just shut. Down. It would be just traffic and horribleness. Everybody would be complaining about how it affected them personally. Yes, and yeah. like up oh, the uh, you know the. <laughs> You're probably right, but I. I I, I have a know. I have a low opinion of a lot of these. It, it's, it, Angelinos it, wouldn't band together. You know, it, it's I, lo- I love Los Angeles. I love it, but the, the, where it's Just not a it. connected city. And I was like, oh yeah, but, Bob- you- but it's a much smaller city. Boston is that you know. Yes, I realized. And it's yeah, much, I, I, much I Wikipedia did it. I was like, oh, it's all, there's only <laughs> 690,000. Yeah. That also is one of the unfortunate side effects of a place like L.A. where someone, people from everywhere else come to be. Yeah. It doesn't have that generations of families and that. that it does, of it course. Does, but, but it, it's less. Pockets. Yeah. yeah. So much of what makes L.A. great is hidden, has to be has to be discovered, yeah. has to be found. It's not like you can walk into a Boston, you're aware you're in Boston the minute you get off oh, the they bus. Let, they let yeah. you know, especially yeah. if you're wearing something not from Boston. Exactly, like exactly. A new, like a New York shirt. And that's something I love. Like you you walk around Cleveland, you see like thousands of Indians hats and, and Browns yeah. jackets, and they, they maybe everyone looks stupid and is out of shape, but you're like, I there's no questioning where I am. Civic pride. Right, yeah. exactly. Watertown PD. Bill Waterson just shat on the people of Cleveland, <laughs> calling them fat and useless. Cleveland 
Clevelanders are fat. I said they maybe. I said they maybe. <laughs> All right, to get back to, <laughs> but Dan- I do think LA does does have that. And uh, oh, one I, of the, one of the things I experienced this weekend. Um, have you guys ever done Ciclavia? Do you guys are you guys bike riders at all? I have a bike. Oh, yes, I've done it. I do not have a bike. I'm going to get one, but I borrowed one for Ciclavia. Um, where the, and this is an event where they for a good eight hours they shut down maybe 20 miles of city streets and it's bicycles only. Uh, and this this time it was riding downtown out to the out to Venice, out to the, the beach, all the way to the beach. Um, and yeah, it absolutely felt like a city alive, a city with you know a, a singular voice, but a, a thousands of different types of people. There it are pockets. Exciting. There are pockets of, of community, and it, mm-hmm. it'll be interesting. Uh, well, I'm not completely shitting on it. I'm just peeing on it. No, <laughs> fair enough. I'm like, nah, <laughs> there's not that. Excellent who's like, clarification. Like, no one knows who the mayor is. No one knows right. where the center of the city. Like that happened in the center of Boston, across from the Boston Public Library, where I'm sure. Dudes were blowing each other because I spent a lot of time there blowing, guys. <laughs> blowing, blowing guys. No, I would go to the library a lot, and I go to the basement, and they had taken all the doors off of the stalls because a lot of man. Because man- you were blowing because I, I could not help myself blowing guys. <laughs> Gotta get some cock. It's just and the L.A. Marathon. People are like, ugh, they fucking shut down Wilshire. Blah blah blah. When, the Boston Marathon. Everyone has the day off. There are hundreds of thousands of people. It's it, it's a more connected city. Yeah. And I forgot. I grew up there, and I grew up. Right. And L. A. is like, oh, the marathon's on Sunday, and how am I going to get over to the farmers market and get our kale? It's like that kind of. <laughs> <laughs> They're getting kale. That is way. my absolute favorite crew comment. I gotta go get. Good, they have the good kale at the Santa Monica one. And how? See, uh, if the bombing had happened here in L. A., the only I think the only thing that would have been uh, destroyed. Would be maybe a bacon wrapped uh, hot dog cart right. and a and a fake valet Parker, and those are everywhere. So. <laughs> yeah, dispensable. And, and what would have happened is five more would have uh, posted up right. right after. Right, right. Someone would have tweeted, "There's an open corner." Yeah, you know? exactly. So to get back to Darren's question, what's your question, Darren? Yeah. No, he's just asking about Iron Man three and the summer movie offerings. Iron Man three is is opening up in Japan. They're getting it. In a version where for an extra $13 for per ticket, you get a full effect with wind, fog, tilting oh, wow. seats, and odor effects. Oh, jeez. You get that in L.A. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's called just going to it's the just, fucking downtown. Oh, my God. It's Smellorama? Yeah, neighbor yeah. B.O. Yeah, so what was who is making miso soup in here? <laughs> oh, it's, Mar- it's just Marty <laughs> it's in the Marty back. you. Wasn't, so, uh, wasn't that a Kentucky John, Fried movie? or was No, it a, John Waters yes. in 1981 came out with... Uh, well, Polyester came out with in Smellovision. Smellovision, but, but there was a sketch either in Kentucky Fried yeah, Movie or Kentucky in uh, Groove Tube. Oh, right, right. It might have been Groove Tube. Uh, no, it was, it it was, was Kentucky Fried Movie. Where there's a person stand, who stands behind you, yeah. spraying He's got the perfume. white gloves and the jacket, and, right? Yeah, and, he, he and then also like, touching the you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very very funny. I love no the the funniest part of that is after he's finished being tortured with the first movie, and now uh, the Rialto Theater is proud to present uh, Deep, Deep Throat. Throat. Oh yeah, and, and then the you see all, the, and you see the 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 guy behind him has this little smile. Yeah, he gets a smile like yeah. And uh, yeah, so I remember uh, who is it that came? Someone came to school with the scratch and sniff from polyester, and you know, of course, like number five was a fart. You know, because basically yeah. <laughs> they would flash a number on the screen every when you're supposed to smell. You know, so Tab Hunter comes in with flowers, and then you scratch yeah. the first one, it's flowers, and then somebody farts, and then you're supposed to scratch it and smell a fart. Yeah, and you you smell with your eyes. You really do. I'm reading this book, Gulp, about how you eat. You should actually read it. I've heard that's a great book. It's a very good book. I'll I'll burn you guys a copy. Uh, (laughs) Can you you do that real quick? But uh, they talked about 
taking white wine and red wine and giving it to some people and getting the notes, and then they just put some food coloring in the red wine, and then and the white wine, the white wine, and uh, be, uh, thank you. I don't, I don't know where I am. And, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm on, I'm on Beijing time right now, and how people had different. Uh, senses because they saw the red and said, "Oh yeah, it's good. this is all these wow. these red ones." So all senses inform the other senses. Yes, but you, I don't need to smell Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> yeah, well, all, I'm sure he smells real you know, good. Judging from the the trailer, all you're gonna are you gonna smell is like cordite and smoke, right? <laughs> Burning, and, yeah, gunpowder. And, and like, like if a, I smelled that like in a movie theater, I would get I'd the fuck out. Bombing, go! <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. So yeah, I, don't, I, don't I don't know, know if, if that's we need smoke. Yeah, it's like that sounds like a gore show. I just you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. I, like, <laughs> yes, blood shooting out of blood. the ass. That's awesome. I, I don't. Uh, you know what? Just yeah. watch the movie. Are you going to watch it in 3D? Absolutely not. Yeah. Well, I, I think that Shane Black is a great choice for it because he and Robert Downey Jr. worked very, really well in Kiss Kiss, Kiss Bang Bang. Bang. I really enjoyed that movie. And Shane Black is a good uh, director and screenwriter. So he was great in Predator I'm too. Looking forward to it. And uh, yeah, so they had the premiere of it when I was in Beijing. Oh really? Yeah, they had they had a Chinese premiere of God Iron Man. I was like, it. Jesus Christ! And wasn't there extra footage with featuring a Chinese um, celebrity? Yeah, something like, something that. like that. Yeah, we we're we are going to be uh, working for them soon. Lou is asking if we've heard about the spoiler in the post credit sequence of Iron Man three. No, I'll wait to see. Yeah. It. I'll wait to see. I'll try to avoid it. Um, I hope it's as and good then as we the, will uh, come in next and week spoil it for all of and you guys. spoil it for all yeah. of you guys. Spoiler jerk. I hope it's as good as the uh, <laughs> pre, shawarma pre, spoiler. Pre-spoiler. Yeah. Get ready to be spoiled. All right, people. We will see you next Tuesday. Yes. Take it easy. All right. If that This has been a production of Smodcast Internet Radio.